Louisville City FC is on the air. And Fontes saves! Danny Fontes dove to his left and stopped it! Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Elijah Winder! He scores! Incredibly! They're going berserk in Lynn Family Stadium. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Late Night with Lou City Part 2, the second of two successive road games to open the 2023 season in California and the second successive game with a 10 p.m. local time kickoff. Lou City victorious last week in their season opener 3-1 against Orange County. Tonight they're looking for some revenge against, against Monterey Bay FC Union, a team that came into Lynn Family Stadium last May and delivered Louisville City their first home loss of the year. Kickoff at 10 o'clock for this game. Casey Whitfield is alongside me, Jeff Milby, and Lee Walton is our producer this evening. Casey, uh, let's start with last week for Louisville City. They go on the road in a rain-soaked Orange County, shorthanded with five players injured and with Josh Winder with an excused absence. And they come out with a 3-1 to one win, looking very impressive in doing so. I mean, on paper, it wasn't the most ideal start with having so many players having to miss due to injury, you know, having to play away, looking at the weather. But overall... They found a way to win. There was a lot of highs and lows in that game. There was times when they were playing phenomenally, that they just looked absolutely incredible and were in control of the game. And then there were other moments where they looked like they lost a little bit of focus. They were moving slowly. They weren't on the same page. But overall, it was a very positive start to the season, and there was a lot of things that were done very well. So I'm excited to see how they take those positives and continue to grow on them tonight and what work they've done on the things maybe that didn't go quite as well as they had hoped in that opener. One of the stars of that game, Brian Ownby, seemingly an immortal guy. At 32 years of age, he gets better and better and better the older fine he gets. Wine, exactly, right there. aging like a fine wine. Two assists for him last week. He becomes Louisville City's all-time leading assist man with 34 now, overpassing his teammate, surpassing his teammate Oscar Jimenez. And he did it last week, Casey, in a game in which he got a gash on his foot. His cleat was sliced open. There were pictures posted online that we saw afterwards where blood sort of leaked through the shoe. He had to switch his shoes out at halftime, had treatment uh, in multiple instances over the course of the game. He exemplified what was a a gutty and a gutsy Louisville City performance last week in the win. I mean, I don't know about how many other people that are listening that, you know, have stubbed their toe and were like, wow, I need to go sit on the couch for a good 20 minutes to rest because my foot hurts. But Brian Ombi is phenomenal. I mean, I, I don't even know what other words I could use to say to one, not only have to battle through that gash on his foot because you know that did not feel good that whole time. And then being able to do everything that he did with having that on his foot, I mean, that that's not easy. But then 
just watching him play, he's so exciting to watch because you don't know what he's going to do. He's not a predictable player. He's not the type of player to where I could be like, I'm watching, okay, okay, they're going to receive the ball. He's going to turn. He's going to play it out wide because that's what he always does. Brian Ombi has the capability of receiving the ball. Maybe I play short this time. Maybe I make a run out wide. Maybe I do an overlapping run. Maybe I dribble at you. Maybe I send an assist. Maybe I shoot the ball. He's such a dynamic player and dangerous with, with whatever he decides to do. He's so fun to watch and that also makes it really hard to scout because you don't know what he's going to do so you have to constantly prepare for everything and as far as that injury goes Ownby not affected by it he was light on it this week but did train did work out did stay active but tried to rest that foot as much as possible he is not only available tonight he is starting tonight and that just goes to show one his professionalism and also his toughness the other uh, big stars from last week the goal scorers Niall McCabe scored after just three minutes and change Cameron Lancaster scored his 75th USL championship goal and then Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa put the icing on the cake late in the game with a terrific solo effort which of those three stood out to you as a big performer which one was most impressive for me I think it was Mushigalusa and I think because last year I was so hard on him with his ability to use his left foot there were so many times when his left foot was open he'd cut it to his right and he'd use his right and it was the defense was able to take it away from him and he scored that goal with his left foot. He was so good on the ball. He was so creative on the ball. He was more decisive on the ball, which is what Danny Cruz had wanted from him. And the goal that he had was absolutely incredible. So I think overall, from a standpoint from comparing last year's performance to this year's performance, he was the one that stood out to me the most. But then again, you know, Niall McCabe and Cameron Lancaster are those good steady eddies that you're always going to get a great performance from them. You you know what to expect from them. You know they're going to come out and deliver. And so I think they had an overall a great game, but Mushigalusa was the one that really stood out to me that I was like, wow, I like what he did in the offseason. I like what's to come this season. We've mentioned it once, but last season in May, Monterey Bay FC came into Louisville, into Lynn Family Stadium, and dealt Louisville City a loss. That's something that has stuck in the minds of the players and the coach Danny Cruz, who we will hear from after this break. Louisville City taking on Monterey Bay FC in Seaside, California tonight. We are about to 10 minutes away from kickoff as we continue to get you set here on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. 
Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Really dangerous team in transition. You know, they have Gleedle and Dixon uh, up top. They have uh, Boone on the left. Uh, it's, a, it's a team that, you know, didn't make a ton of changes uh, from the group last year at, uh, at home. Uh, they've done a really good job. So, you know, I think it's a it's a it's an opponent that uh, is going to present problems, uh, obviously. But I certainly believe that uh, we have a group that's capable of of going into uh, to their home and and taking three points. That's Louisville City head coach Danny Cruz this week talking about tonight's opponents for his team, Monterey Bay FC. It was last May. They came into Lynn Family Stadium and pulled off a shocking 2 to nothing upset over Louisville City. That was the first season of Monterey Bay's existence, and it was just the first loss of Louisville City's home schedule. They ultimately finished with three across all competitions, only two in league play, the other coming to Memphis, and then they also lost in the U.S. Open Cup to Nashville. Both goal scorers from that game for Monterey Bay are in the lineup today. Sam Gleedle and Moby Fair scored both of those goals in that mid-May meeting. Danny Cruz said also this week that that game sticks out in his memory and he is highly motivated coming in. Yeah, I, I reminded them of that on Tuesday. Uh, I'm still pissed off about it. So I think now we have an opportunity here at their home uh, to, to take three points and uh, we need to make sure that we do everything we can to take him. Well, you heard him there, Casey. He's still upset about that loss last year. And now Louisville City has the opportunity to return the favor a little bit on the road at Monterey Bay tonight. I mean, you always have those games that just stick with you. And you're like, we should not have lost that. Why did we lose that game? And as a player and as a coach, it just sticks in the back of your mind. And no matter what happens in the season, you could win the championship but you're still going to have that game in the back of your mind of why didn't it go this way and so this is that moment now to get some of that revenge from that game and be able to really show them at home this is who we this is actually who we are this is how we play soccer yeah absolutely for louisville city um the injury bug it's another storyline we need to hit we touched on it about last week we spoke about last week's injuries but the injuries continue to be a problem for louisville city west sharpie remains out jorge gonzalez remains out wilson harris remains out ray serrano remains out and in addition to them kyle morton 
was dropped to questionable on the injury report. He is not available ultimately tonight. Did not make the team sheet. Danny Fondez, who missed last week's game, the backup goalkeeper, was listed as questionable this week. He did make the team sheet this week. So it'll be once again a big issue for Louisville City. The depth will be tested. The quality of the squad will be tested. And it is an early season adversity, which last week they were able to work through. And they're going to need to work through it again on the road tonight. It's one of those things where it's a positive and it's a negative. Obviously, it's a negative because those are some very key players to the starting lineup, key players to the style they like to play that had a huge impact last season. But it's a positive because it's going to allow players the opportunity to step up, to earn that playing time, to really see, okay, how do we do in moments of adversity when we don't have a full roster? Because this season, it's a long season. We know that. So there will be times throughout it where we won't have every single player, where we won't be at full strength. So how do we handle that? And being being dealt the card where we have to handle it right off the bat, first thing in the season is, I think, going to make them stronger ultimately because they're going to understand how to deal with those problems, whereas most teams have a full strength roster coming in. Most of their starting players are able to play, so they're not dealt this card yet. So as adversity faces them later in the season, they might not know how to deal with it. And so I think It is a good thing that they're having to face these types of problems early, having to work around, getting used to playing with different players on the field, getting used to different leadership in the goal because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, it'll be a rookie getting a start tonight for Louisville City. Oliver Zimla, the German who attended Marshall, uh, Marshall University over here in the United States for college. He led them to a national championship a couple of years ago. He was picked up in the offseason by Louisville City. He will make his debut tonight. Another couple of notes in terms of the availability tonight for Louisville City. Niall McCabe, who scored the first goal of the season last week after returning from injury that cut his year short last year. He had some soreness in his foot. He was dropped from the starting lineup, but is available off the bench. And also Josh Winder, the teenage defender, is back with the team, back available. He is a reserve, not starting tonight, but he is available off the bench. He was reportedly over in Europe, finalizing his move to Europe. Again, the reports linking Winder to Benfica, one of the big Portuguese teams. It was reportedly a fee of up to $1.5 million that will be going Louisville City's way if and when that deal becomes official. Again, it cannot become official until Winder turns 18 in May and then the summer transfer window. That move might come to fruition. Let's take another time out. When we come back, Casey will have her keys to the game. It's Louisville City on the road for the second straight game to open the 2023 season. After winning last week, they'll look to go 2-0 tonight against Monterey Bay FC. You're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG and E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. You're listening to Kentuckiana's ESPN 680, WHBE Newburgh and 105.7 WHBE-FM Eminence Frankfurt. Urban NBR, this September in Louisville, Kentucky, with Bruno Mars. The Killers. Black Keys. Brandy Carlisle. 
plus Duran Duran, Billy Strings, the Black Crows, the Avid Brothers, Blondie, and so many more. Urban and Beyond, September 14th through 17th in Louisville, Kentucky. All passes on sale now at bourbonandbeyond.com. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. We're getting you ready for Louisville City FC right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Just a few minutes away from kickoff at Cardinale Stadium in Seaside, California. Time for Casey Whitfield to give us her keys to tonight's game. So tonight, I, I think Lou City needs to have more of a killer mentality in front of goal. Last game, we had eight shots with three of those on target. Tonight, I want to be able for us to create a few more dangerous scoring opportunities in front of goal to see if we can put more pressure on that back line of Monterey Bay. Next, locked in defensively. Last game, we lost our focus for a chunk of the game. And during that time, Orange County was able to capitalize and put one in on us. So we have to make sure that we're locked in. And when things aren't going our way, we aren't losing our focus and we aren't losing our shape defensively. And finally, control the tempo of the game. Last week, we came out really strong and really fast. But then we began to lose some of the energy and lose some control. And there was a lull during the game. So tonight, we have to have control of the tempo and a little more of understanding of when to pick up the pace and when to slow down the game so we can manage the game properly. Starting lineups and kickoff are next. It's Lou City against Monterey Bay FC here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. You see them coming in your rearview mirror. Big trucks can cause big wrecks on our Indiana roads. I'm attorney Daryl Isaacs, the hammer. We're here to stop these big trucks and their big insurance companies. If you've been injured by a dump truck, delivery truck, concrete truck, or any kind of big truck, we'll fight to get you every dollar you deserve. Click and get help quick at wewin.com. That's wewin.com. 
A Germantown gem, Four Pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Just moments away from kickoff. Tonight's starting lineups. It's Louisville City against Monterey Bay FC at Cardinale Stadium in Seaside, California. We'll start with Louisville City. We mentioned the German rookie Oliver Zimla gets his Louisville City debut in goal. The back four in front of him unchanged from last week. It's Amadou Dia on the left. In the middle, Jordan Scarlett and Sean Tosh. And the right back is Manny Perez. In the midfield, Tyler Gibson returns. Matt Erasmus Tolufsen returns. And Paolo Del Piccolo makes the start tonight after coming off the bench last week. This will be Del Piccolo's 200th appearance for Louisville City. He is the first player to make 200 appearances for the club. And then the front three unchanged from last week. Matiti Mushagalusa down the left. Brian Ownby with two assists last week down the right. And Cameron Lancaster who scored his 75th career USL goal is the striker down the middle. And of course Danny Cruz is Louisville City's head coach. For Monterey Bay FC, the goalkeeper Anthony Siaha, the back four Starting with the left, Max Glasser, Hugh Roberts the second, Kai Green, and Maury Donner. In the middle, the midfielders, James Murphy and Moby Fair. Then three attacking midfielders, Walmer Martinez on the left, Chase Boone on the right, and Sam Gleedle down the middle. And then the starting forward for Monterey Bay, Alex Dixon, who scored a first half hat trick in Monterey Bay's 5-3 to three win over Hartford Athletic last weekend. The coach for Monterey Bay, an MLS veteran, a two-time MLS Cup champion, Frank Yallop, spent time with the San Jose Earthquakes where he won those two MLS Cups, also coached in D.C., Houston, Chicago, the L.A. Galaxy, and the Canadian national team. Our referee tonight, Elton Garcia. He will control this evening's game. Cardinale Stadium, a capacity of around 6,000. Certainly fewer than that tonight, but a decent crowd on hand. It is a turf surface. The two teams are on the field, and we are underway. Louisville City in the first half, moving from right to left, wearing their road white uniforms for the second successive week with the diagonal black stripes on the front and Purple numerals and letters on both front and back. And then Monterey Bay FC in dark blue uniforms from head to toe with light blue numerals and letters. Loose City in the attack, a long ball forward at the top of the Monterey Bay box. It's Musha Galusa bringing it down in traffic. Plays it wide left to Amadou Dia, just outside of the box on the left wing. Dribbling in against the defender. He gets to the end line, puts in a cross, and it's onto the roof of the net. It is a goal kick here to Monterey Bay FC. No, it took a deflection. So it is a corner kick, our first of the game. It comes 50 seconds in. A Vi-Fi corner coming up here for Louisville City. I love how aggressive, though, Lou City is starting this game. They're already working around the back line and then sending a long ball forward to Dia to be able to try to work down that left side of the field and earning a corner already right off the bat. A great quick start from Lou City. 
Here comes the corner. It's played by Telefson on the ground. Back to him, across to the back post. A header, and it's cleared away. It'll come, fall to a Louisville City player, and the shot is high over the bar and behind for a goal kick here to Monterey Bay. It was Manny Perez who showed up with that attempt on goal the first of the game, and it was for Louisville City, but it was high and very wide. I like the creativity on the corner, though, because I feel like last weekend they were continuously trying to lump balls into that near post, and we weren't able to find a whole lot of success on corner kicks. So having a little cheeky play there on the corner kick, finding Perez there. Perez just leaning too far back on that volley. He has to get his chest over the ball to try to get that one on target. A minute and 50 seconds gone by. It is Monterey Bay ball. A throw in for them on the far side of the field. They're left near midfield. I said dark blue, but to be more specific, they refer to it as kelp. That is how Monterey Bay describes the color of their uniform tonight. So a dark kelp for Monterey Bay against the white of Louisville City. It's a throw on the far side once again for Monterey Bay, this time in their attacking half, and then it's sent back out for a throw to Louisville City here. So a Louisville City throw on the far side there right in their defensive half with two minutes and 20 seconds gone by. I want to see Louisville City see if they can try to get control this first little bit. A little bit of back and forth play. Neither team really having a lot of possession of the ball so far and the ball really bouncing around a lot. I want to see Louisville City settle it and see if they can work the ball a bit in possession. Brian Ownby giving chase into the attacking half for Louisville City, but ultimately the flag went up against him. An offside call against Ownby, or perhaps it went out of bounds. Regardless, it's going to be Monterey Bay FC ball from a free kick for them just outside of their defensive penalty area on the left side of it, and their goalkeeper, Siaha, will come up to take this free kick. Three minutes gone by, no score. And something to consider, you talked about the surface being a turf field. That means the ball is going to bounce and move very differently than it did last weekend. Might not have as much bounce under it. The ball is going to move very quickly on a turf surface. So have to be a little bit mindful on the weight of the passes that you play, the type of service that you play to your teammates. Conditions in Seaside, California. It is relatively chilly, a 58-degree night with a good chance of precipitation. Here comes Monterey Bay with the ball into the box. Jordan Scarlett there for Louisville City to knock it away. A second touch from Amadou Dia, and then Musha Galusa trying to bring the ball forward was fouled from behind. The first time on the night that we've seen Monterey Bay go forward, and it was Maury Donner who had the cross from the right, the right back getting forward, but that cross was intercepted by Jordan Scarlett. And Danny Cruz talked about how he fears his team in transition, and I think that's a very likely thing to happen this game. I think he's got a valid point there in fearing this team in transition. They were able to put five goals in last week. They're a very aggressive team offensively, and we've been a little shaky in the back line, so we have to make sure that we're maintaining our shape and aware of the runners during transition. Fifth third free kick for Louisville City after that foul. They send it forward. Now they have a throw on the left side in their attacking half. It's with Musha Galusa. He brings it down, trying to combine with Lancaster. Intercepted there by Monterey Bay FC. Here come the Monterey Bay FC Union is their nickname. Coming forward is Sam Gleedle. He holds the ball up on the near side, the right for them on the near sideline, trying to play it backward to Donor, the right back, and it's just an errant pass from Gleedle. He just played it right out of bounds. So Louisville City will take over with a throw on the near side. They're left in their defensive half, but just a few yards past midfield. They played all the way back to the goalkeeper, Zimla. Zimla, to the right side, that's Manny Perez bringing the ball forward, or maybe it's Sean Tosh. It is Sean Tosh, I believe. Now he plays it wide right to Manny Perez. In the middle, it is Telefson. 
Now on the right side, Brian Ombi just outside of the box. Ombi, a left-footed cross, and it's a good one. Oh, and it's just behind Musha Galusa, who was the intended target. He couldn't direct it on frame, and it bounces behind for a goal kick. Once again, a left-footed cross like we saw last week from Ombi, and another good one to the back post. Musha Galusa was open, just couldn't find his touch. Really great combination play there on the right side, and it's the run from Manny Perez. Perez continues his run forward and goes toward the end line, and because he continues his run, it pulls the defender there and allows Brian Ombi to send in a beautiful cross. I truly believe Mushigalusa should have done better than that. It fell right to him. I honestly think maybe he didn't think he was going to be that open when the ball came to him, but it just was not good enough from Mushigalusa. Opening five minutes and 50 seconds. Loose City wins possession after the goal kick. Here they come charging forward. Ownby once again on the right side, outside of the box, just in from the far sideline. He plays it backward. Here is Sean Tosh now into the middle. It is Tal- might, might be Paolo Del Piccolo. That is Paolo Del Piccolo. Now backward to Jordan Scarlett, the left center back at midfield, across the center circle to Sean Tosh. Loose City with numbers forward in the attack here. Looking for an opening chance, an opening goal, perhaps. Six minutes in, good combination to Lufson, to Ownby. Ownby goes down, top of the box, no foul. Picked back up by Louisville City. They have it in the penalty area. To Lufson, turning outside of the box on the right side. Back into the middle. Looks like it's Manny Perez. Across here to Amadou Dia. Dia on his left foot. Clips it toward the back post, and he overhit it. It's over the bar, onto the roof of the net, and out of play. It's a goal kick to Monterey Bay. A good-looking attack, but just no finish on it, Casey. No, it was a really good-looking attack, and I think Monterey Bay did well with over attack or over defending one area by putting a lot of defenders in an area forcing Lucy to have to work the ball around to find the other side to find Dia Dia has an open look but again he's leaning back on that shot the ball's bouncing a little bit when you have that open of a look and you get excited you have to make sure that you are paying attention to the small details staying over the ball striking through the ball with your laces so you can make the most of the opportunity that you get goal kick from Siaha for Monterey Bay was inaccurate just goes straight out of bounds near midfield on the far sideline. So a, f- a throw for Lou City. Here comes Jordan Scarlett, the new signee who made his debut last week and looked pretty good in a defensive spot for Louisville City. But his pass looking down the near sideline for Musha Galusa is out of play. So Monterey Bay takes over. A header from Scarlett here will send it out of play and another throw to Monterey Bay on the near side there right about 10 yards into their attacking half. It'll be Walmer Martinez to take the throw. And again, I still don't think either team has found much possession overall. I think Lucity has done better when they've had the ball at their feet, but both teams struggling with keeping the ball in bounds, struggling with connecting their passes through the middle of the field. Hugh Roberts, the second, one of the center backs for Monterey Bay. He has it on the left side in their defensive half. He's under pressure here. And he is fouled in the end. It'll be a free kick to Monterey Bay FC. Cameron Lancaster running forward, leading the line for Lucity, trying to start the high press, but he committed the foul there. It'll be Roberts to take the free kick, plays it to Siaha, the goalkeeper on the ground. Forward now to Kai Green, the right center back, as Monterey Bay tries to come forward. Maury Doner, the right back, forward. Now to Martinez in the attacking half. Turns backward to Doner. They're working possession through the right side now. And here's Moby Fair, one of the two goal scorers from last year's meeting between these two teams. It's Roberts now to the left side. Chase Boone has it, dropping back into an, uh, from, from his attacking spot into a different... Uh, 
uh, defensive spot, I should say. Now James Murphy, one of the midfielders, played a long diagonal, intercepted by Lou City. They take over. Mushigalusa dribbling forward. Nine minutes gone by. Mushigalusa stops his forward progress, turns backward, dribbles into the defensive half, and plays it backward to Jordan Scarlett, and Lou City will take over in possession and build out of the back. I think a good decision there from Mushigalusa to hold up the ball, allow his team to push up the field a little bit, create their shape so they can get possession and see if they can build an attack here. It is Scarlet in the center circle. Plays it to the left side. Amadou Dia further left to Mushigalusa. Just on the near sideline, maybe 10 yards from the box. He dribbles in against his defender on his right foot. Cuts it to his left. Here's his cross. It's a good one to the back post, but it's caught by the goalkeeper, Siaha. A driven cross off the left foot of Mushigalusa, but Siaha, the goalkeeper, had it read the whole way. Not a bad look for Mushigalusa, but there have to be more players in the box trying to crash the goal, trying to get on the end of that. Even if you know you're not going to get in, on that see if you can put a little pressure on the goalkeeper to maybe make a mistake but lucidity so far casey doing a good job of winning back possession they are dominating the possession battle through the opening 10 minutes 60 percent of the ball has been with lucidity and they win the ball back here as well an errant pass from monterey bay along their back line will give a throw to lucidity on the far side they're right in the attacking half it's in from perez to ownby now back out of play another throw perez takes it quickly down the line here it looks like to on the right side of the box cuts it in backward to ownby ownby a driven shot it's blocked on its way through and then cleared away by monterey bay Good unselfish play there inside the box. I think Brian Obi had a good idea of sending a driven ball into the box, just maybe didn't find the pocket of space to be able to exploit that to its full potential. Monterey Bay trying to work forward. Scarlet a header, though, to interrupt their attack. It's bounced down to Musha Galusa, who dribbles forward. Louisville City in the attacking half once again, and they can knock the ball around once again. Ten minutes and 40 seconds gone by. Lou City with three shots. Monterey Bay with none. Here's Jordan Scarlet for Louisville. Long diagonal to Musha Galusa. He brings it down with his left foot, then loses his footing and goes down. And the right back, Maury Doner, for Monterey Bay comes up with the ball. And that's what happens with the turf surface at times. If it has rained or the surface is wet, it is very slick. And so players have to be careful. They have to make sure their footing is sure because they are able to lose footing very easily, as we saw there with Mushigalusa. More high press for Lou City. It forces a long ball for Monterey, but it might work out really well for them. They were trying to play it through to Alex Dixon, but the pass was off target and easily cleaned up along the back line by Louisville City. But that long ball nearly undid Louisville City there defensively. If the pass had been on target, Dixon, the goal scorer from last week who had a hat trick, he was in. He was in, but I will say there were three or four Lucity defenders making that screeching run back to try to get back at the... It was would have been one versus five in that instance. Lucity very focused on making sure they keep their defensive shape, which is exactly what they need to do. Lucity in possession. The ball getting knocked around a little bit. They finally settle it down. It's Mushigalusa on the left. Backwards on the left to Amadou Dia in the middle to Paolo Del Piccolo. Further back Backward to Jordan Scarlett at midfield, looking toward the right side, dribbling toward the right side, and plays it there to Sean Tosh in the attacking half, just on the right side of the center circle. Forward in the middle toward Tilufsen. He's battling for a loose ball. Ownby battling for a loose ball, and then finally Manny Perez comes away with a loose ball. He's on the far sideline, still in the attacking half for Loose City. Uh, Perez back to Tyler Gibson. Now across field to the left to Amadou Dia. Further on the left, Musha Galusa on the outside of the box, dribbling in toward it, tries to get to the end line, defending one-on-one, well done there by the Monterey Bay player. I believe it may have been Moby Fair. Let's see. No, it was actually Maury Doner, the right back, and Doner 
gets the goal kick for his team. It was last touched by Musha Galusa before it went past the inline. 12 minutes and 40 seconds gone. A goal kick here for Monterey Bay in a scoreless game. And textbook defending there from Donor. What he did was he waited for Musha Galusa to take a little bit too big of a touch. And the minute that he did that, he put himself between Musha Galusa and the ball, forcing Musha Galusa to have to go through him in order to get the ball. Very, very solid defending. The goal kick taken long, sent past midfield, picked up by Paolo Del Piccolo, trying to spring Mushagalusa or Lancaster. It's intercepted by Monterey Bay. Now all the way back to their goalkeeper once again, Siaha. A long ball past midfield for him. An open header for Jordan Scarlett. Now in the attack, it's picked up by Lancaster. He lets it fly from 40 yards, and in the end, it's well wide. But Lancaster there just picking the ball up. And he had a hit with his right foot. It may have been Rasmus Tlufsen as well, as Tlufsen was in the area. But I believe it was Lancaster that had the hit there. The ball just fell to him. He turned on a swivel and hit it from about 35 yards, I'll say. And it was well off target. It's a goal kick. I'll say a little bit ambitious there on that look. I recognize they saw that the goalkeeper was up, was off his line. So why not try him a little bit? But in that situation, I think you haven't been able to get a solid look on target. Why not try to build it a little bit more? But... I mean, if Lancaster's going to take a shot, you've got to give him a chance. I mean, we've seen him score those exactly. kinds of goals exactly. before. Uh, just the random pick-up-your-head moments from 40 yards and have a hit. He's done it a couple of times in his 75 goals in Louisville City colors. The ball worked its way all the way to the other end, and it's out of play past the Louisville City end line. And a goal kick here to Oliver Zimla, the rookie goalkeeper, making his debut tonight for Louisville City. Louisville City... Stayed on the West Coast, Casey, after last week's game. This was designed after the schedule came out. They knew that they had two straight games in California. So rather than travel back and forth between California and Louisville, they remained out West. But Brian Ombi, speaking to the media earlier in the week, said the weather has not been particularly nice. It's been rainy and cold out there, so they've not had much opportunity to, say, go to the beach or anything like that. But it makes sense, given the time change, the three-hour time change from East Coast to West Coast, not to mention daylight savings time changed within the last week. So for Louisville City to stay out West, probably a smart move by Danny Cruz and company to keep this team acclimated to where they're going to be playing. I definitely think it was a smart move you know, from a tactical standpoint, making sure that you're playing players are staying within the time zone, making sure they're able to train consistently instead of losing several days to travel. The only thing that becomes hard there is the homesickness of missing being in your own bed. There's nothing like sleeping in your own bed before a game. And so being gone for so long is very challenging, but I do think it was the right move. And I think it's going to allow the players to be well rested and be able to give 100% this match. 15 minutes and now nearly 30 seconds gone by and Louisville City has four shots to this point. None for Monterey Bay and Lou City has dominated possession. They've looked good, just haven't had the finishing product. But Monterey Bay certainly has had a couple of chances trying to hit on the counter and they will likely have a few more chances going forward. Lou City back in possession. It's Sean Tosh. Plays it to Paolo Del Piccolo. They're in the attacking half by just about 8-10 yards. Now forward to Mushagalus on the left side. Cuts it onto his right foot. A ball into the box and it bounces into the chest of the goalkeeper, Siaha. That time Mushagalusa cut it onto his right foot. Tried to swerve a ball into the box, but couldn't find either Lancaster or Tlufsen, who were the targets, and it bounced to the goalkeeper. I think that's the right idea. I just don't think it's the right type of service. Don't get me wrong. I love that service that he's trying
trying to loop in between the back line and the attack and the goalkeeper kind of within that pocket of space. But when you're on the left side and you cut back to your right foot and you hit that type of service, the ball's always going to be bending towards the goalkeeper. So I think in that situation, you're better playing a lofted ball to the back post unless you're able to serve that ball with your left foot to where it's going to bend into the path of your running offensive players. Lou City's high press with the ball along the back line for Monterey forced the goalkeeper Siaha to send it long and it's out of play. A throwback to Lou City. And Casey, it strikes me 16 minutes and 45 seconds into this game that Lou City's high press, which is how this team likes to play, is having an effect on this game. A thought on that in a moment as Lou City wins the ball here in a promising position. It's Lancaster at the top of the box. Still Lancaster on the left side of the box, on the inline. Cuts it on his right foot, plays it across the face of goal. It's blocked behind. It's a Vi-Fi corner kick coming up here for Lou City with 17 minutes gone by. The high press that Lou City likes to play is very beneficial to them because it allows for situations like this where they're able to turn them over in very good positions on the field and get kind of a counterattack attack going on and so it allows them to be able to catch teams on a surprise but the downfall is is that it also opens them up to be able to be countered on and that's what Monterey Bay is really good at. Here's the Vi-Fi corner an in-swinger off the right foot of Rasmus Tlufson to the back post headed away by a Monterey Bay player and behind for another Vi-Fi corner this time from the far side the opposite side from where this one was taken again Niall McCabe with some foot soreness was dropped to the bench after starting last week he's been the set piece taker for the last year year or so for Louisville City when he's healthy, but he is not in the lineup, so Rasmus Tlufson appears to be the primary corner kick taker. He jogs across the field to take this one from the far side. It'll be an outswinger off of his right foot from the far side, the right when he takes it. Not a bad look on that first service. Lofted it a little bit too much. Need more of a driven ball. Here comes the corner. Another lofted ball. It's to Sean Tosh. He hit it first time, but he's well wide. Tosh was open. It fell right to him. He hit it on the volley out of the air with his right foot, but couldn't make clean contact. And a bouncing ball was well wide of the left post of Siaha. It's a goal kick to Monterey Bay. Good ball into Sean Tosh. I don't know how Sean Tosh was that open in the middle of the field, and I think he was a little bit surprised by it. I would expect a little bit better from him on that overall finish. I think he didn't get enough power or placement behind it. I think he just kind of swung at it, and that's why it went out of play. But I think overall a good corner kick. Again, Tosh, remember last season, nine goals for him. That's the record in the USL championship for any player listed as a defender. He did score a number of penalties last year, but also had goals from the run of play and nearly had one there. We played 19 minutes in Seaside, California between two teams that each won their openers. Lou City a 3-1 to victory last weekend over Orange County and Monterey Bay a 5-3 thriller over Hartford Athletic in their season opener. Lou City wins the ball once again here. They're coming forward with Jordan Scarlett, one of the new signees to the team, making his second straight start to open the season. He tried to play it forward to Amadou Dia. It's knocked out of play by Monterey Bay. A throw to Lou City on the left, the near side for them in their attacking half. Dia will take the throw in toward the top of the box to... Cameron Lancaster knocks it down to Del Piccolo. Now Mushagalusa. Mushagalusa on his right foot. Cuts it in. To Lufson a touch. Now Ombi cutting in. Ombi driving toward goal. Had it knocked off of his feet. It's picked up by Tlufson. Tlufson on the near side the left. Plays it through a crowd to Amadou Dia. Now Mushagalusa. And Mushagalusa will settle it down. Plays it backward to Scarlet. And Louisville City will switch fields. Very good play in tight areas of field. Just first touch. Getting a little bit away from them at times in the most critical moments. And I think that's what's not allowed them to be able to break through through that back line, but overall some really good one-two touch passing in that final third.
When Loose City got it around to the right, a ball into the box from Tosh was blocked. They worked it back around to the left, and they lose possession here. It'll be a throw to Monterey Bay, last touch by Musha Galusa. Domer, a donor, I beg your pardon, the right back will take it. They get it into the attacking half for the moment. It's with Fair, and now along the back line with Hugh Roberts the second. Monterey Bay has hardly had the ball in their attacking half over these opening 20 minutes or so. They had a long ball opportunity. That was really their best opportunity. Donor did have a cross into the box that was well dealt with by Jordan Scarlett. And just as I'm saying this, Monterey Bay gives the ball away back to Loose City once again. Loose City has really, truly won the ball at nearly every opportunity so far tonight. A ball through toward Brian Ombi, intercepted by Monterey Bay, and they will take over in possession here in the midfield. Well, I feel like Monterey Bay hasn't been able to settle into this game because of the high pressure from Loose City. Anytime they get the ball, they're immediately swarmed by defenders, and they haven't figured out how to break that yet. So Loose City has to make sure they take advantage of that this half, because come halftime, Monterey Bay is going to be able to look back at this half. Their coach is going to be able to give them a few points at how to deal with this, so Loose City has to take advantage of it this half. Monterey, Monterey Bay rather getting forward, and do they have a a foul they do not there was a collision in the box a player for monterey bay went down it was chase boone and the referee not only did not give a foul he called a foul against boone for simulation for diving for flopping if you will and showed him a yellow card our first world of beer yellow card of the night goes to chase boone of monterey bay and casey whitfield to my right applauds that call so many refs are scared to give the yellow card for that and so it makes me so excited to see a referee not afraid to make that decision because it clearly he clearly dove on that play what is there any contact? I don't. I really don't think so. I think Sean Tosh had a great challenge, and it was a very smart play from Tosh. And Boone made the most of it to try to get the penalty there. And so I applaud the referee for standing up for it, and making the right call, and actually giving the yellow card. Again, the referee tonight, Elton Garcia. Paused for a moment there because I thought there would have been a penalty, but Garcia went to the pocket immediately, pointed to Boone immediately, and called him. Uh, called the foul against him and assessed the card to him for diving on that play. So the first World of Beer card of the night goes to Boone of Monterey Bay. All the way in the other end of the field, Louisville City had worked it forward. A foul called, a fifth third free kick to Louisville City here. And they'll play it along the back line. Scarlett? from the left center back spot, plays it to the right center back uh, back spot. Tosh now working it down the right side with Manny Perez trying to combine with Brian Ombi. It's played out last touch by Perez and a throw to Monterey Bay on the far side, the left. And one thing Lou City did so well last game was changing the point of attack. And we've seen it a little bit tonight, but not as much as we saw it last game. I think I'd like to see it a little bit more as they go down one side, seeing if they can switch it to the other side and try to attack down that way. Here comes Monterey Bay forward and Zimla off his line to make a play. Then a shot toward goal for Monterey Bay from 20 yards is blocked on its way through and cleared away by Lou City. Looked like just a long ball forward for Monterey Bay. They were able to knock it down and get a chance. Another long ball for Monterey Bay. Martinez brings it down, but he's dealt with by Tyler Gibson, who wins the ball and then draws a foul. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. In fact, coming down that left side, it was Sam Gleedle for 
Monterey Bay, who got into the middle. Zimla off of his line and made a terrific tackle, Casey. Love that from Zimla because I, I truly believe that Scarlett was beat. I think Glendal had him on the run, was in behind, and Zimla able to come out aggressively and make that play. That's the first time he's been called on, and it's been absolutely incredible. Huge play from a goalkeeper to come off their line to be that aggressive. I love that. Well, it brings up a talking point about the goalkeeper position as Louisville City he has a throw here deep in their attacking half. Last year for Louisville City, the backup goalkeeper, Danny Fondes, had to come up huge for them down the playoffs. Made a key save in the penalty shootout victory over Pittsburgh in the Eastern Conference semifinal. So Louisville City knows the value of having a quality backup goalkeeper. They keep Fondes on the team. Kyle Morton is back, although he's not healthy tonight. He's healthy for the season, we think. He is back, but now Zimla has been added into the fold. And Danny Cruz told us as the offside flag goes up against Louisville City, it'll be a free kick here tomorrow. Bay. Danny Cruz told us that he has all the confidence in the world that if Zimla can come in, he can be a big player for them as a goalkeeper and we saw it on display there. Well, and I truly think a goalkeeper is one of the toughest positions because pretty much every position on the field, if you are if you are a defender, if you are a midfielder, if you are a folder forward, you have a chance at getting in the game because you sub so much, the players are running, like there's so much interchange between those players that you have a pretty good chance of seeing the field at some point, but a goalkeeper, if you've got one goalkeeper and they're playing extremely well, the likelihood if you're a backup goalkeeper of seeing the field it's pretty slim. At least you hope that because that means the player in front of you got hurt. And so for Lou City to be able to have such a high caliber of goalkeepers as backups and for those goalkeepers to be able to come in on, on a whim and be able to have such an impact is incredible. 25 minutes, 40 seconds gone by. It is 0-0 in Seaside, California between Louisville City and Monterey Bay FC Union. In the second game of the season for both of these teams. Here comes Lou City. Mushagalus in the middle. Had Ombi making a run in front of him, but overhit the pass. Way too heavy with the touch. And Siaha, the goalkeeper, collects it with his feet. It's been a game that has been mostly dominated by Louisville City. They have had the lion's share of possession at 62%. They've had five shots in the game. None have come for Monterey Bay so far, but we've seen Monterey Bay with a couple of half chances, like we were just speaking about a moment ago, uh, that Zimla had to cut out. So it's been a pretty even game so far, Casey. I really do think it's been a pretty back-and-forth game. I don't think either team, even though Lucity has more possession, it's really been possessed in their offensive half. There hasn't been much possession through the middle of the field, and Monterey Bay looks looking more and more threatening as this game is going on. And in terms of big chances for Louisville City, none, no shots on target. All of their shots in the end have been well wide. Really, maybe the best chance of the game was that ball from Ownby to Mushagalusa in which he couldn't get a shot away. Louisville City has the ball here along their back line after Monterey put some numbers forward and got the ball in the attacking half for a moment. It's with Jordan Scarlett for Louisville and now Sean Tosh as they try and work out of the back. 27 minutes have been played in this 0-0 game. It's Scarlet once again in the middle of the field in the defensive half. Plays it on the ground to the near side. Amadou Dia cuts it in field. Dribbles forward past midfield in the center circle. On he goes in the middle of the field. Now plays it wide right. Here comes Louisville City. It's Ownby far right side outside of the box. Left-footed cross high into the air towards Lancaster. Headed away by Monterey Bay. It'll be picked up on a loose ball by Paolo Del Piccolo. He'll play it back to Scarlet. They're still in the attacking half here. It's Tosh. 
Far side, Manny Perez. Perez surveying his options. Actually, it's Brian Ombi. He dribbles in field. A tackle comes in from a Monterey Bay player, but the loose ball picked up by Tosh. No foul called, and Loose City will now switch fields. Coming to the left side, Del Piccolo steps on the ball, plays it backward to Scarlett. Scarlett across the center circle to Tosh. Just some calm patient possession here for Lou City Casey. Yeah, just being really patient, trying to find the right pocket for them to exploit there offensively. Here's Manny Perez right side of the box. Back to Ombi. His cross towards Lancaster. Headed away by Monterey Bay. High into the air to the far side. Back to Ombi. Ombi a first time ball and it's blocked on its way through and out of play for a Lou City throw on the far side the right. This has been pretty good for the last moment for Louisville City. Just needing that final ball to find the head of either Lancaster or Chalefson or maybe Musha Galusu. Players who are making runs in the box. It's uh, Go ahead, Casey. I'll say really good patient, but it's just coming down to that final execution part. Like you said, they haven't been able to connect there inside the box. I think a lot of credit, though, needs to be given to Monterey Bay defensively. They're really clogging that that 18-yard box. Yeah, Hugh Roberts and Kai Green, the two center backs, doing a lot of work right now. Neat little combination attempted there by Ombi. Tried to backheel it to a teammate, but well-read by Monterey Bay. They intercept. They're trying to clear up field, and their clearance is one on the end by Louisville City. They just had to play it long there, Monterey Bay, under pressure, and Jordan Scarlett picked up the loose ball at midfield. It's still with loose City with Musha Galusa. Back to Amadou Dia at the midfield stripe. He plays it backward into the defensive half to Scarlett, and he will give way to Zimla, who comes way out of his area to get a touch on the ball and contribute to the attack. It's Scarlett once again in the center circle. Now to the far side, Tosh. 29 minutes gone by, 0-0, but Loose City feels like they're knocking on the door right now. Yeah, they're definitely knocking on the door, but it's just coming on that final part of the execution. That killer mentality that I talked about is one of the keys to the game. It's still not there yet in the final third, and that's what they're missing. That killer mentality to get that last touch, to get that final hard run in the box so they can get a good look on frame. Throw to Loose City on the near side. The left, Dia into Musha Galusa. Musha Galusa on his right. He tries the shot from 20 yards, and it's well wide in the end. He tried to pick out the top corner on the far side of the goal. He had just a moment of space, a yard of space, and Musha Galusa, he doesn't need a second invitation ever to take a shot. He let it fly from just outside of the penalty area, and it was well off target at the end. A goal kick to Monterey Bay. I'm not a huge fan of that type of shot because Siaha is a very good goalkeeper, and he stands at 6'5", too, so he's going to be very hard to chip that type of goalkeeper. I would like to see him maybe try to drive that one at his laces, force him to have to make a save, force him to have to catch the ball, and then maybe look for a rebound off of maybe a deflection. Battle for possession in the midfield following the goal kick, and Louisville City comes down with it. Rasmus Tlefson dropping back from his attacking position to knock a loose ball back to the back line of Louisville City. It's all the way back to Zimla, the goalkeeper. Now Scarlett as they work out of the back in the Louisville penalty area. Tosh bringing it forward. 30 minutes and 30 seconds gone by as we look for our opening goal. Here's Manny Perez in the attack. Down the far sideline. Brian Omi, right side of the box. Cuts it in the middle. Mushigalusa is open. Mushigalusa takes a shot. It's blocked on its way through. Will it stay in play? It's cleared past the near sideline. It'll be a throw to Loose City. No, it went past the inline. So it is a 5-5 corner kick here for Louisville City. But the chance was for Mushigalusa. Ownby found him wide open at the penalty spot, took a touch, had a hit with his right foot, and it was blocked. Part of me, though, really wishes Mushigalusa would have left that one for Paulo Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo was making a trailing run, and he was running onto the ball, and therefore, I think, could have struck through the ball a little bit better. Mushigalusa had to stop his run to go back and get it. So I would have maybe liked to see Del Piccolo call him off of that. Wi-Fi corner was taken short. The ball was played to the back post. Jordan Scarlett, a big athletic center back, 
back, got forward, won the header, and the save was made by Siaha. And by my count, that'll be, I believe, the second shot on target for City if they count the Mushagalusa shot as being on target. I think they will. So that's the second shot on target. It comes on the header by Jordan Scarlett from the corner kick routine in the 32nd minute of this first half in a 0-0 game. City really has the game by the throat right now, but they've yet to be able to find the back of the net to submit that advantage on the scoreboard. One, I really want to see more of Lancaster. I don't think he's been as involved offensively as we need him to be. Maybe a little bit more movement, maybe trying to find a ball at his feet a little bit more. Interception given away by Louisville City, and then as Manny Perez tried to recover to win the ball back, he slid in with a late challenge. It was a poor challenge, to be fair. A foul called against him, and the referee, Elton Garcia, sprinting over with the card out of his pocket. Our second World of Beer yellow card of the game, and the first shown to Louisville City. It goes against Manny Perez, a free kick coming up here for Monterey Bay in their defensive half. Yeah, and I think not the smartest challenge there from Perez. He had a missed touch. He knew he was beaten, so he comes in late and slides in. I, I think that that's not a smart play there. You had Glasser running into the middle of the field where you had a bunch of players. Let him go and recover back and get back into your defensive shape. Max Glasser, the left back, was... The player, as you mentioned, Casey, that was fouled. He was just trying to dribble the ball forward. So this free kick will come from Monterey Bay about eight yards into their defensive half. Hugh Roberts, the center back, takes it. It's headed toward the penalty area, but then a header is won by Sean Tosh, and it's cleared away by Tyler Gibson of Louisville City. Back to Roberts near midfield. He just heaves it forward with his right foot, but no one making a run forward, and it'll bounce past the end line. A goal kick here to Louisville City. That's been kind of the story for Monterey Bay for me. When they've had the ball, they look like they are completely out of ideas, and they don't have a lot of time to think on the ball because Louisville City is charging right at them with their press. I feel like they haven't seen the ball a whole lot, so when they get it, they're almost surprised to have the ball and then they, like you said, they don't know what to do with it because the minute that they begin to formulate some thoughts, Louisville City is right on them. But Louisville City giving them chances with giveaways. Alex Dixon came forward. A collision between Zimla and Dixon. Is there a foul here? There is. It's a penalty. Or is it? They showed it to Dixon. Once again, yes, I see what's happening now. The foul against Alex Dixon. He left a leg dangling. So it's a ball forward here towards Dixon on the ground. Zimla comes off of his line, charging in for the loose ball. A collision between him and Dixon. Dixon called for the foul. Dixon was sent tumbling. Zimla down on the ground, holding his face. The foul against Dixon of Monterey Bay. And the World of Beer yellow card also to Dixon of Monterey Bay. Our third of the game and the second of the game to the Union. And I always hate those types of challenges. They make me cringe because a goalkeeper is coming out, exposing themselves, and, and in a very vulnerable position. I think Zimla does very well to come out strong there, make himself big, get to the ball first and get the ball. Dixon, I, I really don't think it was intentional by any means. I think he was just going for the ball. I think, it, in my opinion, it should just be a common foul, maybe not a yellow card situation. So I think Dixon, maybe not the most fortunate there, but... Just a shaky situation, but 
extremely, extremely good goalkeeping there from Zimla to come out big, to come out strong and get that. Zimla appears to be okay. He's back on his feet after being on the ground for a few moments. We're in the 36th minute, 35-07 and counting upward in this first half in a 0-0 game. It'll be a fifth third free kick to Lou City after the foul against Dixon in the Louisville penalty area and Zimla will take it. Lou City building from the back with the ball on the ground here and that's happened a few times here, Casey, with Zimla, again, the rookie goalkeeper, getting his first start for Louisville City tonight. He was going to be the third goalkeeper this season, but injuries to both Morton and Fondez have forced Danny Cruz's hand in putting Zimla in the lineup, and he has looked confident in coming off of his line to challenge those balls by Monterey Bay. He comes off very strong from his line. He, he seems extremely confident, not afraid to take a risk, and that's kind of what you want in a goalkeeper, is a keeper that is willing to come off his line, not afraid, and not afraid to lose, to, 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 to put himself out there to help his team. Monterey Bay with some possession here. Donor the right back into the attack. Defended by Musha Galusa. Cuts it into his left foot. Plays it into the middle toward Moby Fair. Now James Murphy and Roberts coming forward into the attack. The center back. This is a better looking attack than Monterey Bay has had for quite some time. It's Glasser the left back on the far side. He tries to play it backward and it's out of play off of Glasser. Just another poor pass. Whenever Monterey Bay has had opportunities, they've had several poor passes that were just inaccurate and just went out of play. A throw to Lou City on the far side there right. Manny Perez takes it, sends it toward midfield. A battle for possession in the midfield. And Martinez for Monterey Bay comes out of the crowd with the ball. The attack continues for the hosts here. On the near side, the right, it's Donor, defended by Mushigalusa. Backward in the middle is Moby Fair, the midfielder. Now Martinez, donor, a touch. Nice stuff here from Monterey Bay. Fair leaves it off for a teammate. That is uh, Walmer Martinez. A ball into the box, cleared away by Sean Tosh at the penalty spot. A second header from Mushagalusa. Another chance. Here's Boone. His shot, driven with the left foot on the ground, is wide. Really good attack there from Monterey Bay. They haven't been able to string together much so far, but they're able to connect a few passes there at the top of the box. And what a look there from Boone. He doesn't have a whole lot of space, but a defender does not get tight enough to him. Both Perez and Tosh too far off of him to give him just enough space to be able to get his head up and strike that when they have to tighten up. You cannot allow a forward to have that much time and space on the ball at the top of the box. Murphy set him up, played it to Boone. He touched it with his right, settled it, and then swung his left through it, and it was not that far away. Frank Yollop, the veteran coach for Monterey Bay, up off the bench, clutching his hair after that one went wide. That was a great chance for Monterey Bay. Maybe another one here. They played into the box. Sean Tosh sliding over with a header and an important one just in front of a Monterey Bay player. His header sends it out of play. It's a Monterey Bay throw on the near side the right. This is certainly the best spell of the game that Monterey Bay has had. We are now in the 39th minute in the 0-0 game in the second game of the season for both of these teams. Ball into the box. Boone holding it up. Turns on his right. Plays a ball across the face of goal. No one to find it. Wearing dark blue tonight for Monterey Bay. It's picked up by Manny Perez. He charges forward. A 30-yard run. He's past midfield. Into the middle. Paolo Del Piccolo. First time ball from Del Piccolo. Trying to play it through for Cameron Lancaster. And those two were not on the same page. Lancaster made a run to the right. The ball was sent to the left. And it goes into the hands of the goalkeeper, Siaha. A chance there for Lou City on the counter for the first time tonight. Well, and Lou City just has to be a little bit sharper there. With Monterey Bay seeing more possession, they are going to be able to counter a little bit more. So they have to be sharper when they do get those chances. Here's Lou City in the attack. 
attack again. It's Brian Ombi on the right side in the box. Tried to clip it toward the middle. Blocked behind. And a Vi-Fi corner kick coming up here for Louisville City with 38 minutes and 50 seconds gone by. Counting upward here in the first half. This corner will come from the far side the right. And I think Lou City really needs to get one before half. They've dominated this first half. So I think they need a goal to really solidify their performance in this first half. Put them with a little more confidence going into halftime, especially with Monterey Bay beginning to build possession to beginning to build more opportunities. Tlufson will take the corner from the far side the right, high into the air on the outswinger toward Manny Perez, headed away by Monterey Bay, and they will be able to clear it further upfield. That clearance coming toward Glasser, of all people, the left back, who showed up like a right winger there, but the ball was behind him. It's out of play. A throw to Louisville City on the near side, the left for them in their defensive half. The corner kick, I, I still think it's a little too lofted of a ball. That's the way most of the services have been if they haven't played short. I'd still like to see a little bit more of a driven ball because with driving the ball, it, the ball is going to enter the box quicker. It's going to not allow the defense as much time to be able to adjust to the runs, to the play, and it might allow your players inside the box to be a little more open. Loose City still with a 62% possession advantage. Here they come in the attack in the nearing the 41st minute. Mushagalusa down the left side. He's fouled. Kai Green, the right center back, coming over to defend him. There was a collision there, and I believe it was a foul. If it's not, it's going to be a Wi-Fi corner kick because the ball went behind. Mushagalusa just kind of using his body to get between Green and the ball, and it is a foul. So it'll be a fifth-third free kick here for Lou City, but they'll play it like a corner. It is about eight yards from the corner flag, just in that corner, maybe 10 yards from the left side of the penalty area from Louisville City's perspective. Honestly, a really smart play from Mushigalusa there because I think it was a poor service through from Lancaster. Lancaster trying to push the ball through the same seam that Mushigalusa is running through. A good rule of thumb is player through one seam, ball through another, and it's going to allow the player a little bit more success running onto it, but it sets up an excellent set piece here for Louisville City. Lancaster and Del Piccolo standing over it. Lancaster the right foot, Del Piccolo the left. Del Piccolo approaches, steps away. It'll be Lancaster high into the air to the back post, and he completely missed hit it. Nowhere near anyone for Louisville City. It bounces behind a goal kick for Monterey Bay. And knowing Lancaster, I'm pretty sure that was a look on target there, the way he likes to play. Again, lofting the ball too much, Lou City. I think they need to drive it a little bit more. You're going against a goalkeeper that's 6-5. It's going to be very hard to beat him with a lofted ball. I think you need to drive that ball in and hope for maybe a deflection or see if you can get a look on target that way. And frankly, for the second time tonight, a very ambitious effort there from Lancaster. I mean, it's almost like trying to score directly from a corner where that free kick was positioned. Well, and he really hasn't been able to find anything else, though, inside that box. So I think he's reaching for any opportunity that he can get. I think I need him a little bit to be a little bit more active in that final third, see if they can find him a little more because he is so dangerous when in front of goal. While we were discussing that free kick, we have another free kick on the other end of the field. Glasser was coming forward for Monterey Bay. He was fouled, so a free kick here to the hosts of tonight's game at Cardinale Stadium in Seaside, California. It'll come from the far side, their left, and an opportunity here for Monterey Bay to put a ball into the box. They've got several players forward, seven of them, in fact. Here comes the ball into the box, headed high up into the air by Louisville City. Still loose in the box, a loose ball on the ground. Perez 
has a touch. It's ping-ponging around the box, and it'll go behind for a corner kick here to Monterey Bay. That was a pretty good free kick. Certainly it didn't result in a shot on frame, but Louisville City couldn't clear it initially, and it's a corner kick here for the hosts. I think Lou City dealt with that first ball very well. Tosh getting a big, winning that ball in the air, but then again, like we saw last game, they struggled with clearing the ball out of the box, and it kind of didn't go their way because a few times they were able to get second shot, so Lucity has to clear the ball better. Just over two minutes plus stoppage time to go in this first half. Here comes the corner. It's off of Murphy. Punched away by Zimla, the goalkeeper, and his punch will go past the near sideline. It'll be a throw to Monterey Bay. The rookie has come up big again. A big punch there with his right hand. I think a very smart punch there, too. He did have time to come and grab it, but with that being one of your first big services in the box, I think it's a very wise decision to punch that one away, and it was a very effective punch, very nicely done. And then if I'm not mistaken, here's an offside flag, or maybe it went past the inline on the ball into the box. Regardless, after Monterey Bay had the ball from the throw, they turn it over, and it'll be a free kick here to Louisville City inside their penalty area. 43-35 and counting upward. Just about 90 seconds plus stoppage time to go in this first half. It is 0-0 between Louisville City and Monterey Bay FC. Loose City has had the best of it so far, but Monterey Bay has certainly had a couple of good chances. It's been evenly played at Cardinale Stadium. Loose City in possession here with just over a minute to play plus stoppage time with Sean Tosh dropping deep as Gibson all the way back to Scarlet outside the Louisville City box and under pressure. He's forced it back to Zimla, the Louisville City goalkeeper tonight. Zimla, a driven ball down the middle into the attacking half. Headed high into the air by Monterey Bay. A second header by Monterey Bay. Lou City with a touch. It's out of play. Last touch by Louisville City. A throw to Monterey Bay on the far side. Their left and their attacking half by about three or four yards. A little bit of uncharacteristic touch there from Lou City. The ball going out of bounds. Again, still, while Lou City has dominated this game, they haven't been able to really possess as much as we're used to seeing within the game. A lot of it has been very back and forth, and a lot of it has been controlling the ball in their offensive third. So Lou City definitely needs to look to see if they can get another look on target target before this half is over. Just under 30 seconds to go, plus stoppage time. Monterey Bay with the ball with Martinez, defended by Del Piccolo. He's working his way backward was Martinez. Sent it back to his teammate Kai Green, the center back. He sent it long, and that long ball trying to be defended by Louisville City resulted in a foul against Louisville City. Might have been handball there. Yeah, regardless, there's a free kick here for Monterey Bay in their attacking half in the middle of the field, about 35 yards from goal. And we have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of two minutes to this first half. So two minutes to go in a scoreless first half between Monterey Bay and Lou City. A free kick coming up here for Monterey Bay and another chance for them just to put the ball into the box. Very dangerous area here, but a difficult area because it is a little bit square on. Here it comes to the far side, the left it's over everyone's head shouts for a foul from Monterey Bay Ownby goes down clutching his back but the ball bounces behind past the inline and as we watch the replay here who had the final touch no one had a touch in fact so Monterey Bay was really truly just hoping for a foul call there Ownby remains on the turf he's now helped to his legs by help to his feet rather by Sean Tosh looks like maybe just a cramping situation here for Ombi not to speculate it will be a goal kick for Louisville City with just a minute to go in stoppage time in the first half yeah it almost looked like when Ombi was going up to challenge he got like a knee in the back or something on that which is just going to sting a little bit maybe give you a little bit of a dead leg but Ombi Well, he's been almost quiet this half. We haven't really seen a whole lot from him, so I'm hoping he'll be able to break out in the second half. 
Loose City with the ball. They send it long. Two teams just trading long balls back and forth in the dying moments of this first half. Shouts for handball, but none given against Monterey Bay, and here they come. Donor the right back on the right side. Puts in a ball. Flicked on header toward goal. It's wide. Boone trying to keep it in for Monterey Bay. He slides in with the ball, but couldn't keep it in play. It's out for a goal kick. Another good ball in from Donor, and the flicked on header just was not on target there for the hosts. Monterey Bay looking very dangerous in these last 10 to 15 minutes of the first half. You can tell they've begun to settle into this game, beginning to get a little bit more confidence, pushing the ball forward. They're definitely going to look to build on that going into the second half. Likely going to be the final action of the first half here. As Zimla places the ball, he'll send it long. He connects with the ball now. We have played the two minutes minimum of stoppage time in this first half. A battle for possession in the center circle. And the referee blows his whistle to end the first half of play. Lucity certainly had their moments in the first half where they played some nice soccer and had chances to score. They dominate possession on the stat sheet. They dominate the shot opportunities on the stat sheet, but nothing to show for it on the scoreboard. We go to halftime in the second game of the season. It is 0-0 between Louisville City and Monterey Bay FC Union. This game taking place in Seaside, California at Cardinale Stadium. We will take a timeout again at the half. It is 0-0. You are listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. If your heating and cooling system is old and inefficient, now is the time to give BJ Heating and Cooling a call for your free estimate. BJ Heating and Cooling, your local factory-authorized Bryant dealer, whatever it takes, has teamed with Bryant Equipment to offer up to 60 months 0% financing with approved credit. Celebrating over 35 years, helping Kentuckiana with all their heating and cooling needs. Make sure your estimate on a new system is from BJ Heating and Cooling. You will not be disappointed. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today, I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report, right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back. 
back at the half at Cardinale Stadium in the second game of the season. It is 0-0 at halftime between Louisville City FC and the homestanding Monterey Bay FC Union. Two teams that each won their season openers a week ago. Two teams that are looking to make it six points out of six tonight. Lou City, Casey, Looked good at times in that first half. They won the ball really well. They won it back really well. They dominate possession with 60% of the ball in the first half. They turned that into seven shots. However, only one of those ultimately was on goal. That was the header from Jordan Scarlett that we saw. Um, And to our eye, we were just just discussing it off air, the service into the box from out wide just hasn't quite been there tonight so far from Louisville City. Everything else has been pretty good, though. Yeah, I mean, I would say overall, like you said, the high press has been very good, very effective this game. Defensively, they've looked solid. They've done well with getting numbers back behind the ball and making sure they're maintaining that shape. They've done well with getting the ball up into the final third. But what's going wrong is when they get into that final third. It just the service has been a little bit off. The passes have been a little bit off. The decision making on the ball has been a little bit off. And while it's we have seven shots, yes. But really, none of them, I've thought, wow, yes, that should have been a goal right there. That should have been in the back of the net. None of them have been extremely threatening. And I just think it comes down to they need to be sharper when they get into that final third. And really, to me, the standout player of the first half was the rookie goalkeeper. Oliver Oliver Zimla made multiple plays. Had to make one save on uh, one shot on target. There were five shots overall for Monterey Bay, just one of them on target. But it was his confidence coming off of his line to contest balls in the air, contest balls on the ground that were threaded in behind. That collision between him and Alex Dixon, the punch on the corner kick. He looked confident and commanding for a rookie in his debut for Louisville City, his debut as a professional. He was one of the only players on the field that really made their presence known out there. There were several players that you almost forget that they were out there because they weren't really doing a whole lot. There wasn't much movement off the ball. They weren't finding the ball. They weren't able to contribute to the game as much as maybe they should have but he was absolutely incredible strong off of his line strong in the air and he was there for his team when he needed to be 11 o'clock here in Louisville. It is 8 o'clock out on the West Coast where Louisville City is contesting this game. Again the score at the half 0-0 Racing Louisville also on the West Coast right now, and we can report a positive score for them. They were victorious tonight. We will tell you about that game when we return after this halftime break. Again, it is scoreless at halftime in Monterey Bay, California. Louisville City on the road tonight, and you're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville. You're listening to Kentuckiana's ESPN 680, WHBE Newburgh and 105.7 WHBE FM Eminence Frankfurt. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're feeding yourself, the family, or the whole team, Witch Witch has your game time needs covered. Order online at witchwitch.com for quick, convenient pickup or delivery. Plus, when you sign up for rewards, you earn points towards free witches with every purchase. So, before you sit down to watch your favorite team play, stop into one of our two convenient locations or order online at witchwitch.com and get your witch on. 
follow the leader. Download the ESPN Louisville app today, delivered by UPS Jobs Kentucky. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Welcome back. It is halftime in Seaside, California, Lou City 0, Monterey Bay FC 0. And believe it or not, this is the final weekend without soccer at Lynn Family Stadium. Lou City returns home next weekend on March 25th. They host El Paso in a 3 o'clock afternoon kickoff. Tickets available for that one. Go to lucity.com slash tickets or call 502-LUCITY. Racing Louisville, their season starts next weekend as well. They are on the road at Houston. Their home opener comes against the Washington Spirit two weeks from this weekend on April 1st. That is also a 3 o'clock kickoff. Tickets are available for that one as well. At head to RacingLouFC.com or once again the phone number 502 Lou City to get tickets for either Racing or Louisville City at Lynn Family Stadium over the next couple of weekends. Racing in action tonight, their final preseason game before they start their season next weekend in Texas at Houston. And Casey Whitfield, they won tonight by a final score of 3-1 to over the U.S. Women's National Team U-22 team. And so that makes two straight wins for Racing Louisville to end their preseason after they defeated O.L. Reign on Wednesday night. And a bunch of newcomers scored tonight for Racing Louisville. That's good to see because there has been an off-season injection of talent into this team. Very excited for racing's upcoming season. And what a way to end your preseason on such a high to be able to go in to the start of the season with some wins under your belt, with some confidence. I'm... I mean, I don't even think I can express how excited I am to be able to start to see them to play, see them play, to see these new players begin to learn these new players, and really also get soccer back at Lynn Family Stadium. Yeah, the goal scorers tonight again: three new players for Racing Louisville in their win over the U.S. Women's National Team under twenty threes. I should say to to correct myself. Finnish defender Ellie Pikuyamsa. Uh, Uchenna Kanu, a winger who came over from Tigres in Mexico, and Adi Borges, the Brazilian international who signed in the offseason. Those were the three goal scorers as well. Throw into the fact that Kayla Fisher, a rookie forward, scored for them on Wednesday night, and the newcomers look to have a big impact on racing Louisville's season. Again, their season starts this weekend at Houston. Louisville City at home this weekend versus El Paso. LouCity.com slash tickets or 502 City on the phone to purchase tickets. When we return after this break, the second half of Louisville City's second game of this season, their second consecutive road game in California to open the 2023 schedule. And again, the score at the break, it is Monterey Bay 0, Louisville City 0. You're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. 
at Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital. Doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today, I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Here's a simple truth about higher education. If pursuing your purpose, doing what you really care about matters. If having a rewarding career matters. If a better financial future for you and your family matters. Then higher education matters. From six-week certificates to two- or four-year degrees, there's an option for you. A brighter future is within your reach. Find out how at kyhigheredmatters.org. Brought to you by this station and the Kentucky Broadcasters Association. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. While we have a few moments before the start of the second half, let's go through officially the first half statistics between Louisville City and Monterey Bay FC. We mentioned the possession advantage for Louisville City. They finished the first half with 60% of the ball. They generated seven shots out of that possession. Just one of those, a header from Jordan Scarlett, was on target off of a corner kick. Louisville City won five corners in that first half. Monterey Bay, from their possession of just 40%, they generated five shots. One of them was on target. They won one corner kick in the first half. We had several fouls and several uh, yellow cards in the first half. Three of them, in fact. Two shown to Monterey Bay FC to Chase Boone for diving and then to Alex Dixon for coming in with a collision on Oliver Zimla, the Louisville City goalkeeper tonight. And then Manny Perez was also shown a yellow card in that first half for a late, late challenge on the left back for Monterey Bay, Max Glasser. All three of those yellow cards presented by World of Beer. Casey, a first half that Louisville City dominated in lots of areas of the game, but they can't They've not been able to get the ball working in the middle of the field. Everything has been wide, whether it's left, whether it's right. It's been wide, and then a ball crossed into the box, and the service has not been there. So either one of two things needs to happen for Louisville City. The service needs to get better to generate a scoring opportunity, or the middle of the field needs to be more impactful in the second half. And I really think it comes down to the middle of the field needs to be more impactful because if they are able to see the ball more, it's going to open up space on the wings and going to allow for better service. So 
So what would happen is if we were able to find those players in the middle of the field, we could play a ball into them. The defense is going to be forced to collapse around them, and that's going to open up more space on the wings for then a ball distributed out and then a service in. Because right now, Monterey Bay is able to defend the outside really easily because they aren't worried about the players in the middle of the field because they aren't moving and we can't find them. So if we start to find them, they're going to be a little bit more concerned with it, and it's going to open up the wings where we like to play. And again, as the game continues on into the second half, and Danny Cruz, Louisville City's coach, turns to the bench. Limited options there for Louisville City because of the injuries. Not many real game changers to speak of in terms of attacking play. Wilson Harris unavailable tonight because of a head injury, so no true forward is available. Uh, Dylan Maris, Elijah Winder, Carlos Mogel, Niall McCabe are the midfielders that could make a difference tonight. We are back underway at Cardinale Stadium in Seaside, California. We will switch sides in the second half. Lou City will be attacking from left to right, again wearing the road white uniforms. And Monterey Bay wearing the dark blue, what they call kelp. We'll be playing from right to left. You love that, don't you, Casey? The well, when kelp. I think of kelp, I think of green. Like That's just what I'm comes to my mind. So seeing a navy blue and hearing kelp is just a, l- a little confusing. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, Monterey Bay, they've got the first opportunity to go forward. They win a throw deep in their attacking half on the near side, the left. Max Glasser, the left back, takes it. It's back to him. He tries to dribble in toward the penalty area. Ownby was back doing some defending, a collision, and a foul against Glasser. And a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City deep in their defensive half. And it looks to see that we are seeing a familiar face there at center back. I see that. I am, I'm with you now. We have a substitution we can report at halftime. And Josh Winder, the 17-year-old who is reportedly off to Europe this summer to Portugal to go, to go play with Benfica, he is making his season debut now, coming on as a halftime substitute replacing Jordan Scarlett. That substitution, as all substitutions this year are, is brought to you by Fortna. So Winder on, Scarlett off for Louisville City. It'll be Tosh and Winder combining as the two center backs in the second half. I honestly feel like this is a smart decision. I think Jordan Scarlett did very well in the first half, but there was a few times where speed kind of played an issue there at the back line. Winder's going to bring you a little bit more speed while still giving you that presence in the air and I think they also need like we talked about play down the middle of the field and Winder's going to be able to give you a little bit more dynamic ability in the middle of the field. Again the reports all off season and they have ramped up in the last couple of weeks Josh Winder expected to sign a deal with Benfica in Portugal a team that often makes the Champions League in Europe and the reported fee, which will be coming back to Louisville City in exchange for Winder, $1.5 million between 1.3 and 1.5. But one report uh, had it at exactly $1.5 million. So those details will likely be made official in the coming weeks and coming months before Winder turns 18 and before the summer transfer window. Here, here comes Louisville City in the attack two and a half minutes into the second half. Manny Perez on the right side, just outside of the Monterey box, on the inline, turning, spinning, puts a ball into the box. It comes out to Tlufson. He has a shot. Miss hit it. Blocked on its way through. It comes back out to Amadou Dia. Clips the ball in. Ownby brings it down. Ownby on his right. Ownby's 
scores a phenomenal goal. How did he finish that one? In a crowd of three Monterey Bay players, Ownby brought it down and finished it with his right foot. And my goodness, the 32-year-old aging like the finest wine you've ever had, Brian Ownby puts Louisville City on top three minutes into this second half. And we talked about how we hadn't heard a whole lot from him in the first half. And here, Brian Noby coming up huge. I really don't even know how he got this shot off, how it slipped through the back line, because there was about three defenders crowding around him. And I think Siaha was a little bit late sliding over to that near post, and Ongbi was able to slip that in. But what an incredible finish, an awareness finish there from Brian Ongbi to be able to make the most out of really nothing. Yeah, it it really, I mean, he made the most out of his limited opportunity there, pulled the ball from his left to his right. He had a defender on his back. He had a defender in front of him. A third defender was lurking to the left, and obviously the goalkeeper at the near post. And somehow, while falling down on the turf, he was able to sneak it past the goalkeeper for the goal. And, of course, that goal presented by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. I mean, I was getting ready to talk about a corner kick or a goal kick because I thought that's what was going to be coming and then the next thing you know the ball's in the back of the net. I mean just truly a great finish. I think one time I'm going to leave the halftime show to hear what Danny Cruz has to say at these halftime speeches because they do so well coming out at halftime. The energy is always so great that I would love to be able to hear what Danny Cruz has to say to them at halftime. So that goal scored just after three minutes had been played. It was three minutes and about 30 seconds had been played in the second half and Lucity has a one to nothing lead. A ball through to Ownby once again, but this one far too out in front. Siaha will claim it with his hands and just punt it away as Monterey Bay tries to come up with something offensively. But just a moment about Brian Ownby. Two assists last week to become Louisville City's all-time leading assist man. The goal tonight, one of the finest that he's scored, just considering the circumstances around it, one of the more difficult goals that he's difficult goals that he's ever scored. 32 years old, coming off of a career-high year last year, two straight years in which he has been sensational after dealing with some injuries in the middle of his career. Somehow, as he gets older, he just gets better and better and better for Louisville City. Well, I remember having this conversation last season about how great Brian Ongby was looking, about how this has to be his best season yet, how wonderful he was playing. And yet somehow I feel like he has started this season even better than he ended last season, which is absolutely insane for a player to be able to come out and continuously get stronger as they get older. Normally you don't see that, but with Brian Ombi, it's he's so fun, so electric to watch. I mean, I really want to see another angle of that goal because I still don't know how he got that shot off. Over the last couple of minutes since the goal, it's been a pattern of play where Monterey Bay wins the ball, sends it long, and then it's out for Louisville City throw, and Lucity tries to build an attack. Here they come forward once again to Lufson in the middle of the field, tried to clip it in behind with his right foot, but overhit the pass too much on it for Lancaster to catch up to, and Siaha has it. And the way this game is going, Casey, certainly Louisville City will look to continue to come forward and continue to find goal-scoring opportunities. 
but it just feels like this might be enough to win the game for them because Monterey has struggled to find the ball in the second half. They certainly had their chances in the first, but Lucidy has come out with their foot on the accelerator in this second half. They win the ball in possession once again. Ombi down the near sideline to Tlefson. Can he keep it in play? He can. Tlefson deep in the corner. Puts the ball into the box. No one making a run there for Louisville City, and it's easily cleaned up by a Monterey Bay defender and sent back toward midfield where Lucidy wins possession again. They can continue the attack. I mean, they really have looked like the better team. They have looked stronger in possession, stronger in the attack, but the only thing is it just takes one chance. And so they have to make sure that they're staying locked in, they're staying focused throughout this entire game so they don't allow Monterey Bay to get a goal that they don't deserve because they haven't been able to possess the ball at all. And talk about an impact off the bench. Josh Winder, the teenager we highlighted, just now, a 30-yard run from midfield into the attacking penalty area with the ball at his feet, then tried a backheel pass that nearly came off and then had a sliding challenge to keep the ball in that end of the field and win a throw. He looks very confident coming into this game. The 17-year-old Danny Cruz told us that he had a nearly flawless offseason. We saw Josh Winder score a spectacular goal against Austin FC and a Major League Soccer team in a preseason game in which he picked up a loose ball and sent a bullet into the top corner from about 25 yards. Josh Winder just continues to blossom and blossom and blossom. And while he remains with Louisville City in the first half of this season, you, if you were listening to this broadcast, should make a point to come out and see this kid because he has future star at the highest level of the game written all over him over the next few years. 53 minutes gone by. Lou City in front one to nothing. They win possession in their defensive half once again. Winder plays it back to Zimla, the goalkeeper. Zimla under pressure. Clips a ball with composure and poise for a rookie in his professional debut with a player in his face. Clips it nicely to the near side to Manny Perez. Here comes Manny Perez on the dribble. Into the attacking half. A collision. A foul against Monterey Bay and a fifth third free kick to Lou City in their attacking half by about five yards on the inside right near the center circle. Yeah, I just want to go back to what you were saying about Josh Winder there and I firmly agree that if you have the opportunity to come out and see him you absolutely do because he is a very special player and to think he's only 17 and he's so calm on the ball so composed he's such a great talent and he's only going to get better so you need to come and watch him because he is so fun to watch. Lou City with possession in the attacking half they're battling for possession with Boone. Boone though here is fouled by Brian Ombi and it'll be a free kick to Monterey Bay near midfield in their defensive half on the left side. Yeah, the point about Winder, this is a kid that one day could be playing in a World Cup for the U.S. That is absolutely within the realm of possibility. He's already captained the U.S. under-19 national team a couple of times. He has so much potential, he could absolutely blossom over the next four or five years. We could even see him in the next World Cup in 2026. Absolutely. He's 17 right now. That's three years away. He could be a 20-year-old in his early prime if he breaks through at Benfica in the next couple of years. So if you are listening to us right now, Josh Winder is worth the price of admission. You want to say you saw him when he was here because one day he'll be on the biggest stage. And by the way, Brian Ombi for that foul against Boone a couple of moments ago shown a world of beer yellow card here. We're playing in the 56th minute. Ten minutes have been played in the second half. Ombi's goal scored three minutes after the halftime break has given Louisville City a one to nothing lead. And I think if you're Louisville City, you have to continue to keep that foot on the gas, continue to push forward, continue to search for that second goal because they absolutely can get a second goal the way they've been dominating the way they've been playing has been looked so solid as a whole they have to continue to keep that energy and that pressure high 
Monterey Bay with the ball. They've seldom had it in this game. They've got it along their back line. Murphy dropping back, plays it all the way back to the goalkeeper, Siaha, in the D of his penalty area. He picks up his head. Siaha does the goalkeeper and sends it long into the attacking end. A battle for the ball in the air, and a foul goes against Martinez of Monterey Bay and a fifth third free kick here to Lou City which they keep on the ground they'll play it to Dia and now Winder along the back line plays it to the right side to Sean Tosh the right center back plays it further wide right into the attacking half to Manny Perez the right full back playing well into the attacking half he dribbles in field drops it off backward to Tosh Tosh touches it forward near midfield clips it high into the air down the middle Ownby's up ahead Lancaster's up ahead it's headed away by a Monterey Bay player a throw to Lou City on the near side the right to Lufson will take it. Quickly in field to Brian Ombi. Turns, plays it backward down the near sideline to Tosh, and Lou City will continue in possession. They've got it back with Winder in the center circle, and now Dia in the defensive half. And I think Lou City has looked better on the ball with their decision-making going forward. There, I do think Tosh tried to push the ball a little bit too central. I'd like to see him if he's going to play that long ball. Maybe pull it wide a little bit, especially in the location of the field where he's playing it. But I think overall, their decision on whether to push forward and continue to try to push the ball into the box and when to pull the ball back has been very good so far in this second half. It's out for a throw to Louisville City on the near side, the right in their attacking half. Manny Perez will take it. Ownby standing over there with him. Instead, it comes in to Lancaster, out to Ownby on the near side. Ownby tries to whip in a ball. It's blocked out of play past the end line and a Vi-Fi corner kick coming up for Louisville City here in the 58th minute. 12 minutes have gone by in the second half. Lou City in a one to nothing lead. This Wi-Fi corner will come from the near side, the right. And Tellefson in no hurry to get this corner kick off. You're going to start to see Lou City slowing down some of those restarts, seeing if they can control the tempo of the game, which is exactly what they need to do. But it's understanding when the ball is in play, we have to continue to push the pace. And when the ball is out of bounds, that's when we can slow down. That's when we can eat time off the clock. It'll be an outswinger off the right foot of Tlufson. He raises both arms into the air. Stands over this corner kick from the near side, the right. Still awaiting his delivery. Here it comes, a driven ball toward the six-yard box. A better ball that time, but headed away by a defender from Monterey Bay. Picked up by Brian Ombi. Popped up in the air. Tlufson. Mushagalusa is over here for the time being. Those two battling for possession. Monterey Bay comes out of the crowd with the ball, but Tlufson, a great tackle. Sticks out a leg and wins the ball. Here comes Mushagalusa. Dribbles around two players. Mushagalusa in the box on his right foot. Mushagalusa tries the shot. Might have been saved by the goalkeeper on its way through. It fizzed past the open net and goes past the far sideline, a throw here to Monterey Bay, so the goalkeeper did not get a touch or did he? The, uh, the referee changes the call here. He gives the throw to Louisville City, so a Louisville City throw on the far side, the right, but Musha Galusa, so tantalizing the skill which he has, frustrating at times, but tantalizing when he's on, he did terrifically there to dribble past two players, and then pulled the ball across the face of goal, and it did take a touch from the goalkeeper. I love the move that he does. He passes the ball on one side of the player and runs around the other side, just making the defender kind of go back on their heels, not knowing what to do. It's the worst feeling as a defender when that that happens to you, but a great play from Mushigalusa. And I don't mind the shot there. There wasn't anybody making runs into the box. There wasn't a clear pass there in the middle. So I don't mind that shot because it's hoping for a deflection, hoping for something to happen. Ball down the middle, long one for Monterey. Zimla off of his line. He couldn't find it, but lucky for him, no one was on the end of it for Monterey. 
A little shaky job there by the rookie goalkeeper for the first time tonight, but Lou City's able to clear it away. And back to your point about the, the play from Musha Galusa, there was also just a big crowd right in front of the goal, so it could have taken a deflection off of anybody and gone into the back of the net. So certainly a, a good decision for Musha Galusa. Uh, from the left side, Glasser trying to whip it across. It's blocked on its way through for Monterey. They've got a chance here to try and score a tying goal on the inline. Here comes a cross high into the air to the back post. And Manny Perez is there for the header, but the ball went out of play before Perez had his touch. So it'll be a loose city goal kick here as on the right side, Maury Donner, the right back, had the cross and is, as he whipped it in play, it turned out of play as it went over the goal. It'll be a goal kick to loose city. And I think one thing Loose City has done very well is committing numbers behind the ball. Last game, they got a little disjointed on one side. They got caught in a numbers down situation. And they, they, they ended up paying the price of having a goal scored on them. This game, they've been very good about making sure they have people dropping behind. They have that coverage that they need for each player. So a player isn't left out on an island and leaving you know, a side completely open. And so they have to continue to have this focus and attention to detail defensively so they don't allow Monterey Bay to find one. We've got just under 30 minutes to play in this game. Lou City in front, one to nothing, courtesy of Brian Ombi's first goal of the season. And here once again is a poor pass from Monterey Bay. They tried to swing it from the middle to the near side, the left, looking for Boone. It was over his head, and it's out of play. A throw to Lou City on the near side. They're right in the defensive half for Louisville City. Manny Perez will take it. But that's been a theme for Monterey Bay. When they've tried to play the possession game, they've had several poor passes that were just sent out of play. And there's another one there. Now, they have not been able to truly connect. It's almost as if they're not on the same page. And that happens at the beginning of a season as you're beginning to figure out how to play with your teammates, where the players like to make the runs to. That is definitely something that is going to happen. But it seems like it's happened more for Monterey Bay than it has for Lucidity tonight. Feels like there's another goal in Lucidity here. The way they are going forward with so much confidence, so vibrant in the attack since halftime. Again, the halftime message from Danny Cruz, whatever it was, it seems to be working. Still just a one to nothing lead for Loose City, though, as they try to come forward through the middle. Zimla forward to Tlufson. Flicks it to the near side. Manny Perez dribbles around a couple of players. Perez to Lancaster. Lancaster toppled over. A foul and a fifth third free kick coming up for Loose City at midfield on the inside right. It, the foul was called against Hugh Roberts the second, one of the center backs for Monterey. Ray Bay, and that is an example of the physicality in the hold-up play that Cameron Lancaster brings to the field with a defender on his back draws the foul. I mean, he is so good at drawing that type of foul in the game that almost it's almost automatic that when the ball comes in, he's going to position himself so well to be able to get not only get possession of the ball, but to draw that contact and to get that foul called. It allows his team to then push out of the back to transition forward, so it's really nicely done from Lancaster. Battle for possession in Loose City's attacking half. Winder comes forward, has a touch. Lancaster picks it up. Now it's Ombi on the right side. He will settle it backward to Perez. Perez further backward to Tosh in the defensive half now as Loose City just continues to take control and take command of this game in the second half. In the 63rd minute here, it's Winder, the left center back. Back to Zimla, the goalkeeper. Again, a rookie making his debut tonight. Now Sean Tosh, the right center back. Pressure coming forward from Monterey Bay. Zimla forced to play it long. Sends it down the middle toward the center circle. A header from Roberts of Monterey Bay. And the hosts win possession. They've got it in the middle here. 
A long ball to the near sideline. Boone giving chase. Boone trying to collect it. He can't do it. Uh, and Lou City takes over. Tlufson came in with a late challenge. Gibson also involved in winning the ball back. And now it's Ownby, Perez, and on the ground to Winder. And Lou City will build from the back here. Lou City looking much calmer in possession. They're utilizing the middle of the field a little bit more, but I still don't think we've been able to find players like Tellefsen, like Paul Del Piccolo, like Cameron Lancaster in the buildup in transition. I'd like to see a little bit more from those three. Lucidi gave up possession. Mushigalusa trying to make a dribble move. Lost the ball. Here comes Monterey Bay. They've got it in the middle here. Now they swing it to the left side. It is Boone dribbling in toward the top of the box. On his right foot. Cuts it to his right. Still Boone. Gives it up in the middle to Martinez. Now Murphy, 30 yards from goal. Tried to drag the ball on a good idea, but well read defensively by Louisville City. Intercepted by uh, Manny Perez, rather. Brian Ombi dribbling the ball forward to release pressure. He's hacked from behind and fouled. He goes down. And it is a yellow card to James Murphy of Monterey Bay. Another world of beer yellow card shown to the hosts. And that may just go under the category of professional foul for Murphy there. He just tried to end the counterattack for Louisville City by taking out Ownby, and he will take that yellow card. It's like you read my mind. That is definitely a professional foul there because Brian Ownby was going to be on the run. He had Lancaster with him. He had Mushigalusa with him. They were definitely going to be on the counterattack. A good, smart, professional foul. Allow the opportunity for your team to get back and get set defensively. The way this game has gone, as Tosh puts the fifth-third free kick in play, these next... Eight to ten minutes could be crucial in the way this goes. If Lucidi adds a second, that might be the nail in the coffin. But Monterey Bay needs to gather some momentum to try and tie the game. Again, Lucidi in front one to nothing. Ownby scored three minutes after the halftime break to give the boys in purple on the road wearing white tonight. Their first lead in this game and the first goal of this game. Ball remains with Lou City in the 66th minute here. It's Winder dribbling the ball forward from his left center back spot. What a ball that is with the outside of his right foot to the top of the formation with Lancaster trying to hold it up. He goes down. No foul called. It's a turnover. Here comes Monterey Bay with Boone in the middle in the attacking half. Lou City bring dropping numbers back defensively to Glasser on the near side. Now fair into the middle. Murphy in the center circle. Murphy, a ball toward Dixon at the top of the box. Dixon couldn't control it and will roll all the way to the goalkeeper Zimla for Louisville City. And again, that just goes down to Monterey Bay not being on the same page again. They have the right buildup. It's the right idea, just the wrong service going through. The ball played too far ahead of the attacking players and not allowing them to even create any sort of a positive look on target. Lucidian possession with Winder. He's got it in the defensive half to the far side, Dia. Now back to Winder as Lucidi just continues to knock the ball around the field. They again have dominated play statistically from the very start of the game. They still have a healthy advantage in possession, 61% so far with 10 shots. Three of them on target. Two of those three have been on target in the second half. Lucidi coming forward. Ombi had dribbled the ball into the middle of the field, top of the box. Tried to play it through to Tlufson. And we've got a red card. Brian Ombi called for a foul. And his second yellow card makes it a red card. So Lucidi now down to 10 men. Oh, what a turn of events this is in this game. Ombi had dribbled into the middle of the field. A defender came over for Monterey Bay. It was Murphy, I believe. Ownby 
hung out a leg there. Murphy went down, and the referee immediately comes over, showed a second yellow card, and therefore a red card, both of which presented by World of Beer. And Ownby has been sent off in this game, and you disagree with this call, Casey, watching the replay. I, After seeing the replay, I do disagree with this call. Brian Ownby is on the possession going forward. He cuts the ball across. Do I think there's contact? Yes. Do I think it's a foul? Yes. Is it yellow card you worthy? I don't think so, especially a second yellow like that. I really don't think that's a yellow card. I think both players were going for the ball. I think their feet got tangled up. I do think it's a foul, but I don't think it's a yellow card. And so very unfortunate for Loose City. This is, you know, we talk about them facing adversity early on in the season. This is going to be a true test for them. And another yellow card has been shown, I would assume, for argument after the fact. Paolo Del Piccolo, the captain, has been booked. Another world of beer yellow card. Two of them in this sequence to Louisville City, one of which was the second to Brian Ownby, which resulted in a red card. So Ownby not only will miss the next 22 minutes of the game to finish this out, Lou City will have to play down a man. Ownby will also miss next week's home opener against El Paso. We have a substitution here for Monterey Bay. It will likely be one of the first of many here late in this game with 22 minutes to go. Walmer Martinez goes to the bench, and Christian Valeski will come on as an attacking option, the number 10 for Monterey Bay as Ownby continues to plead his case on the sideline. So Lucity down a man for the final 21 minutes and change plus stoppage time, though they have a one-goal lead, courtesy of the player who was sent off, Brian Ownby. And Casey, this reminds me of a point. We had our discussion with Danny Cruz in preseason, and I asked him what has grown the most about him as a coach. As Monterey Bay turns it over, it'll be a throw here to Lou City. He said his in-game adjustments, he has learned to trust himself more, and he feels like he has made an impact on games with his in-game adjustments. Well, here's an opportunity to showcase that for Louisville City's head coach, the 33-year-old Danny Cruz. Some adjustments will certainly be on the way here because his team is down a man. Well, what's interesting is you, you kind of get a sneak peek of who they're looking to send on as subs, and the two players players that are about to come on were not the two players that were originally lined up. There was a different player originally lined up to come on as a sub, but after that, it's forced Danny Cruz to have to look at the bench again, have to change his plan a little bit, and this is where it's really going to come down to trusting your instinct, knowing that the decision you made at that time was for a reason, and it's definitely going to change the way that he makes decisions going here on out. Two substitutions here for Louisville City. Both of them brought to you by Fortna. They come with just over 20 minutes to play. Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa, who has looked lively tonight, he checks out. He's replaced by a defender, Oscar Jimenez. So a forward off, a defender on as Louisville City tries to close up shop. And then a midfielder switch. Paolo Del Piccolo, the veteran captain of this team at 32 years of age. He is replaced by a teenager, Carlos Mogal Jr., so an attacker off and a defender on, and then a midfield switch for Lou City, both substitutions with 20 minutes to play presented by Fortna. I completely agree with taking Paulo Del Piccolo off the field. He is on a yellow card. The last thing you need is for some other silly fouler for him to get into an argument with the referee and for it to be another second yellow card. I definitely think Danny Cruz is going more defensive here, bringing on Oscar Jimenez there. You're going to see him probably slide into a left-back role with Amadou Diaz shifting over and going with more of a five-back 
back look. Carlos Miguel Jr. also more of a defensive substitution. You're going to see him sitting alongside Tyler Gibson, potentially there in that holding midfield position with really only Lancaster and Tellefson up top. So definitely more defensive mindset. Definitely looking to possess the ball and see if they can just ride out these final 20 minutes. We've had seven worlds of beer yellow cards in this game. Four of them shown to Louisville City, three of those four in the second half, and then, of course, the one World of Beer red card in this game. So 19 minutes to go. Lucity playing with 10 men, but with a goal advantage. They have a fifth-third free kick here, which Tosh sends long, and Lucity, with those defensive-minded substitutions, will likely just try and kill as much clock as they can. Here's Cameron Lancaster holding the ball up with two defenders around him. He's spun down to the ground, and it's a foul called by the referee Elton Garcia. Glasser called for the foul, so a fifth-third free kick coming up here for Lucity in the attack half just a few yards in field from the near sideline the right but they are in the final third here just outside of the box so if they want to be aggressive an opportunity to put one into the area here and might maybe snag a second goal and cement their advantage I think you definitely have to send the ball in, but I think you have to be careful with how many numbers you send forward. Cameron Lancaster is going to have a huge test. He's going to have to hold the ball up for Lucid. He's going to have to see if he can keep the ball into that attacking third a little bit more to relieve the pressure from the defense. Oscar Jimenez sent that fifth third free kick into the box, but it was poorly struck. Well defended by Monterey. Monterey trying to come forward, but they can't get anything going offensively. Lucidi takes over. Here they come down the left side. This might be Oscar Jimenez who just checked into the game. Drops it off infield to a teammate. That's Carlos Mogel who made a run forward. He couldn't control it. And Monterey Bay takes over. They play it back to the goalkeeper, Siaha, and they will build out of the back. And this is really going to allow Monterey Bay to begin to build some confidence in this game. They're going to see a lot more of the ball, more than what they've seen probably this entire match. So they're going to be looking to see if they can build in possession a little bit more. Loose City has to stay strong defensively. Yes, they're going to be sitting in deep, so they have to make sure that they are plugging all the holes, not allowing Monterey Bay to come through the middle of them and forcing them to have to go outside. Again, Alex Dixon might be the dangerous player on the field that Lou City will have to monitor. Number 15, the starting center forward for Monterey Bay. He had a hat trick last week, the first of his career, and in a season opener, that is quite impressive for Monterey Bay. A first-half hat trick as well. He has been mostly shut out tonight, hasn't had very many chances. But now up a man, Monterey Bay might be feeding him the ball. They get it in field here to fair, just outside of the Louisville City box. It's in the midfield now with a teammate. That might be Moby Fair, in fact, now. It'll drop all the way back to Green to the far side with Doer. Now back to Murphy. He clips a ball in. Boone is there. Boone chests it down. Was it a handball? A second chance and an opportunity goes wide on the shot. Coming forward in the midfield there was Gleedle, the midfielder for Monterey Bay. He picked up the second ball, had a hit toward goal, but put it wide. That was a chance for Monterey Bay to tie the game in the 74th minute. Say a huge missed opportunity there for Monterey Bay. They had a few wide open looks there on the back post. They had two players almost wide open on the first service in, and then Gleedle not being able to get contact on the ball. He had plenty of time and space on the ball. Lose City a little bit fortunate there that, that didn't work out for Monterey Bay. Monterey Bay substitution here as they look to the bench. Adrian Rebolar comes into the game replacing James Murphy 
in the midfield. That substitution brought to you by Fortnite comes in the 75th minute, 15 minutes plus stoppage time to go as Loose City clings to a one to nothing lead as they look to make it a perfect two for two on this California road trip to open the season. It is a loose city possession. They've got it on a throw on the near side, the right, deep in the attacking half, about midway into the attacking half, I should say. Manny Perez will take it, throws it toward the corner flag. Lancaster trying to hold it up, couldn't get a touch, and Monterey Bay will take over, and they'll build out of the back once again. Loose City just has to withstand the storm over the final 15 minutes here, Casey. Yeah, it's going to be a long, grueling 15 minutes for Loose City and for Loose City fans having to watch this. It's really just going to be a defensive battle for Loose City. You're not looking for them to really push forward, not looking for them to get the second goal like we had thought maybe was going to happen the way it was looking like it was going to happen in the second half. Now, Loose City is just looking to defend this 1-0 lead and just defend, defend, defend for the rest of this game. Yeah, Louisville City had momentum. If Ownby hadn't been sent off when he did, you'd think that they had every opportunity to add a second goal. But now they're just trying to survive. They win possession in their defensive half. They'll try and build it from the left. Oscar Jimenez running forward down that left sideline, the second second half substitute. And Jimenez called for a foul. It'll be a free kick here to Monterey Bay. And we have time to remind you, if you're listening to us, you can head to Twitter right now to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. The poll will be open for about the next 10 minutes. You can vote now by visiting twitter.com slash City. Ball over the top, Gleedle giving chase, and Zimla, the Loose City goalkeeper, once again off of his line in command and control. And it doesn't matter anyway. The offside flag had gone up against Gleedle. So it'll be a fifth third free kick here to Louisville City just a few yards outside of their penalty area. You'd have to think for that Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award that Brian Ownby would have a significant advantage in that poll, despite seeing the red card, Casey. Well, you've got some good names on there. You've got Ombi, Dia, Tosh, and Zimla. I think all three have put together a good performance, but to me, it comes down between Ombi, Ombi and Zimla there, and I, I think it really could go either way. I think both players have had a phenomenal game so far. I think my vote, personally, would go for Zimla, just being able to come out on your very first match, be able to have the type of performance that you've had, the impact that you've had in the game in such a critical position, but Brian Ombi, while he was on, played a phenomenal match. Yeah, it was very impactful in his 76 minutes or so. Uh, it was a few less than that, 72 minutes or so before he was shown that red card. Again, Loose City down a man, but up a goal. One to nothing over Monterey Bay as they look to win their second straight game to open the season. They win possession here all the way back to Zimla. Under pressure, he sends it long down the middle in the 78th minute. 12 minutes and change to go, plus stoppage time in this game. Lancaster just trying to hold it up. Can't do it, and Monterey Bay comes forward once again. Rebelar down the near sideline, the substitute. And a sliding challenge from Manny Perez sends it away from him. A throw to Monterey Bay deep in the attacking half. They get it in field to Boone, but the referee has stopped play because Rasmus Tlufsen, the Danish newcomer to Louisville City, the new signee, making his second straight start to open his Lou City career. He is down and injured, down on his back. So the referee stopped play while Monterey Bay had the throw to allow Stuart Wright, the trainer for Louisville City, to come on and give Tlefson some treatment. And it looks like Tlefson took a little bit of a knock to the face there uh, when he was hoping to get a foul. Hopefully he's all right and is able to continue on. But going back to that play, Manny Perez's slide tackle perfectly challenged. I mean, last season, 
season, he could have written a book on how to slide tackle because he's so good at it. And we saw it again there. But he's a player also. He is on a yellow card. And so he has to be careful with those risky challenges like that, making sure that he times it perfectly because the last thing Lucity needs, like we said, with Paul Del Piccolo going off with a yellow card, is another red card. Yeah, that foul that got the yellow card from Manny Perez in the first half was so unlike him. He normally times his challenges, particularly when he goes to the ground so well, has such a high success rate. But uh, early in the season, maybe he's trying to iron out his game as well. Just over 11 minutes, just under rather, 11 minutes to go in this game plus stoppage time. Lucidity in front one to nothing over Monterey Bay FC Union in Cardinal, Cardinale Stadium in Seaside, California tonight. Lucidity looking to open up a two-game California road swing to begin their season with two wins if they can hold on here. They just clear it long on this ball, send it into the opposite end of the field where it goes out for a throw to Monterey Bay on the far side, the right. And as Monterey Bay tried to throw the ball in to get play restarted, the referee has paused play once again. And it looks like it's for another injury to a Louisville City player. Cameron Lancaster this time is down on one knee, and Stuart Wright called back to the field of play to check on Lancaster this time. And I could imagine maybe seeing a substitution here for Lancaster, seeing putting a player on that's job is just to run. They're just going to put a player on, and you're going to tell that player you are going to run at any ball that goes forward. Lancaster's had a very good game so far, but he's also played 80 minutes, and he's also not the type of player that is going to run onto balls like that. And when you're playing a man-down situation and most of your players are sitting back defensively, you're not looking to possess to build forward. You're not looking to have a target release forward. You're looking to clear the ball long and have them run onto it. And so I think that's what we'll see as the next change for Danny Cruz. I think you're exactly right. Elijah Winder was getting ready on the bench for Louisville City. Lancaster forced to come off the field for at least a moment. So Danny Cruz looks to be putting on some youthful energy in the form of Elijah Winder, the older brother of Josh. Uh, and the first ever academy graduate for Louisville City to sign a senior contract with the first team. He is likely to come on in a moment or two. We are in the 81st, now into the 82nd minute. Lou City in front one to nothing. They need to survive these final nine minutes. And frankly, Casey, since going down a man, Monterey has not, Monterey Bay, I should say to be correct, has not really been able to put together too many good chances. They've been trying to. They've been trying to build up. But because Lou City has such strong blocks defensively, they haven't been able to break that down. There have been a few shaky moments where they've leaked through, but then it came down to the quality of the attack from Monterey Bay, and it just hasn't been there for them. One other substitution that we apparently missed for Monterey Bay, a defender, Alex Lara, had come into the game for them, number four, playing along their back line. Not sure who he replaced, I would imagine. It probably was Max Glasser along the back line at left back. So Lara in for Glasser. That substitution brought to you by Fortna that came a few minutes ago here in the second half. We've got eight minutes to play, plus stoppage time. It's with Monterey Bay in their defensive half. Lara, the player we were just speaking about who came into the game, he has it. Dribbles at midfield. Back into the center circle with Hugh Roberts. 
patiently working Monterey Bay. They've got it on the far side, the right green. He tried to send the ball to the top of the box, but no one on the end of it. Easily cut out by Louisville City. Amadou Dia trying to clear toward midfield. Green with the header. Now Lancaster on the far side will watch it roll out of play, and it'll be a throw to Lou City on the far side there left, and you can bet your bottom dollar that Lou City is going to take their time in getting the ball back in play. Jimenez does now. Throws it down the sideline. Carlos Mogel there with it. He'll take it to the corner flag and try and hold it up for a few moments. Mogel with the ball on his feet. He's sent down by a shove from a Monterey Bay player. That's green. No foul called. But the ball is out of play. Last touch by Louisville City. It's a goal kick here to Monterey Bay with seven minutes to play. Yeah, while Lou City is trying to eat up as much time on the clock, Monterey Bay looking to push the envelope here just a little bit, but they still haven't been able to break through the middle of the field. All of their attacks have come around the outside or from balls over top. They haven't been able to possess through the middle of the field, and that's what hasn't allowed them to be successful because they aren't able to fully develop an attack. Monterey Bay trailing by a goal to Louisville City. The goal scored by Brian Ombi. He was sent off about 15 minutes later with a red card. Monterey Bay coming forward. A ball hooked into the box, high into the air. No one on the end of it. To Lufson on the ball for Lou City. Plays it backward to Manny Perez. Under pressure from Boone. Perez turns backward, plays it to Zimla, the goalkeeper. Zimla clears it upfield. A pretty decent ball headed by Lancaster to Tlefson. They're trying to hold it up, and Tlefson wins a throw for Louisville City. On the near side, the right in their defensive half, and again, they'll take their time here. They'll take their time, see if they can push a few numbers forward, see if they can eat up as much time on the clock, and hopefully, like we're seeing here, get some more substitutes in. And it is the substitution that we alluded to about four or five minutes ago. Lancaster comes off, and young Elijah Winder, the academy product who made such a big impact in the playoffs last year, scoring the winning goal in the Eastern Conference Final to lift Louisville City to the USL Championship Final and lift them over the Tampa Bay Rowdies, he comes off. On. So Winder on, Lancaster off. That substitution with five and a half minutes to go and a one to nothing lead for Louisville City is presented by Fortna. Really, really smart decision there to bring Winder on. Like I said, his job is solely going to be to run onto those balls played forward. And also a smart move from Danny Cruz because he could have subbed two players at this time, but he is, has one more substitution window. So I'm going to imagine he's definitely going to use it, definitely going to try to eat some more time off the clock. And I imagine it'll be for another attacking player that's job will just be just run and again Louisville City down a man has done a terrific job of just mucking it up for Monterey Bay Monterey Bay the union they've really struggled to get the ball forward in any meaningful way whenever they do it's quickly won back by this now five-man back line for Louisville City Dia a ball popped high into the air toward the attacking half headed back his way by Monterey Bay. It's out of play. A throw to Louisville City on the near side of the right with Manny Perez. 85 minutes, 22 seconds gone by. One to nothing is our score. Lou City hanging on to this lead, which they've had since three minutes into the second half. The throw down the near sideline goes toward Elijah Winder, trying to hold it up, but he couldn't control it. It's out of play. A Monterey Bay throw now. Monterey Bay really has to figure out a way to keep the ball in bounds. The more times they're hitting it out of bounds, the more times they're turning the ball over, the less likely they are to come back and to this one. So they have to make sure they're valuing their time on the ball and being smart in their possession. Christian Valeski, a USL veteran, back with the Rochester Rhino days. He had a touch here. Here comes 
Monterey Bay forward. They made a run into the box. The player went down. No foul was called. Loose City comes out with possession. It's Winder Elijah Winder holding it up on the front of uh, the top of the formation. Charging down the far sideline was Oscar Jimenez. He's hustled off the ball. Again, every time Lucity gets the ball, they're just trying to take it to the corner flag as quickly as they can to eat up as much time as they can. Well, and I think a really good run there from Oscar Jimenez. His role has definitely changed on this team, but it seems like any time he's come on, he's been willing to take on any role needed. Yeah, his role absolutely has changed. As he has aged, as he has dealt with injury, he's now used primarily as a substitute for a player who used to be, until uh, until last week, the all-time assist leader for Louisville City. He was uh, beaten in that role by Brian Ombi. Two substitutions coming on for Monterey Bay. Sam Gleedle goes off. Jesus Enriquez comes on. And it looked like they had another one working with Johnson set to come on. Jason Johnson, a former Louisville City player, and he is coming on. So Jason Johnson, who scored one goal and six appearances for Louisville City back during the 2020 season, will come on to play against his former club. He replaces Chase Boone. So two substitutions there for Monterey Bay, both of the attacking variety, Jesus Enriquez and Jason Johnson coming on in the 88th minute. Those subs brought to you by Fortna. And they're just looking to try to get any fresh bodies they can, get some fresh legs to run at the back line of Lou City, trying to spark any sort of attack, any sort of offense they can these final few minutes. Enriquez lining up down the left side. He had a cross into the box a moment ago that was blocked. The ball all the way back to Siaha, the Monterey Bay goalkeeper. Just over two minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Lou City clinging to this advantage. Can they see it out? Can they get all three points on the road in California for the second straight week? We're into the 89th minute now. Laura with it for Monterey Bay. Now along the back line with Roberts. Into the center circle. It's Fair dribbling forward. Into the attacking half now. A touch from a Louisville City player will send it back to the Monterey Bay defensive half where Roberts brings it back. Laura now. A long diagonal from left to right and a good ball. Can it be kept in play? It can. A great touch on the far side. Here's a cross. Here's a chance. Johnson's header is blocked and it's cleared away by Louisville City. The defense did its job there. The center backs, I think it was Tosh ultimately who had the clearance. Jason Johnson had an absolutely wide open header at the penalty spot and somehow his header was blocked and then cleared away. I think just as somehow Brian Ombi's shot went in, somehow that was blocked. I really don't understand how Tosh was able to get on the end of that, but an excellent defensive effort and ex- and what a time of need for his team, too. Sean Tosh coming up very big. Ball into the box from Rebelar from the left side is blocked on its way through. We're in the 90th minute. One minute to go plus stoppage time. Mogel with a touch near midfield, but he loses out. Fair picks it up for Monterey Bay. Here they have it on the far side. They're right. Another cross into the box. Headed away by Manny Perez. High into the air. Still in the box as it comes down to the turf. Tosh goes over. No foul called. Yes, it is. There is a foul. Tosh fouled from behind. And a fifth third free kick coming up here for Louisville City and they can eat up some precious time here late in this game. Not only can they eat up time but they can take a breath after that string of attack there from Monterey Bay. They're able to kind of take a little bit of a breather and push up the field. 
We just got a replay of that Johnson chance. He just didn't make clean contact with his header. And then there was an argument about handball because the ball went into the right arm of Sean Tosh, but he had it perfectly placed on his side against his body. A clear no call there and a good no call by the referee. We have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. And Louisville City has to survive an additional five minutes of this game. Five minutes of stoppage time separating Louisville City from three points for the second straight game to open the season. A foul against Louisville City here in the defensive half and a free kick for Monterey Bay in a relatively dangerous spot, maybe 45 yards from goal on the inside left in the middle of the field. Louisville City goes to the bench for the final time here. It'll be Tyler Gibson to come off and Niall McCabe to come on for Louisville City. That substitution also brought to you by Fortna. I think a smart substitution here. You're bringing on a player with a whole lot of leadership, especially in these final few minutes when it's going to be intense, when you're going to be defending quite a bit. Bringing on a player with leadership to help guide your team out there, to help them understand how to manage the game for this final few bit is a very smart move, and it also eats up time on the clock. It's going to be Moby Fair to take the free kick. Again, just hit it into the box, and there are plenty of numbers forward for Monterey Bay, but Fair overhits the ball. He sends it past the inline on the on the fly. No one on the end of it for Monterey Bay. No one could get there to attack it. And it's a goal kick to Louisville City. A poor free kick, but it plays into Louisville City's fortune. Yeah, a very poor free kick, especially in this time when your team needs a goal. The service has to be better. It was way too lofted in the air. You have to kind of drive the ball a little bit more, put the ball a little closer to the goal, force Zimla to decide, do I come out, do I not? Give your team a better chance to get on target. The goal kick from Zimla sent long just toward the opposite end of the field. Anywhere will do right now for Louisville City. If a player wearing a white jersey gets a touch, he'll probably just hammer it towards the opposite end of the field. Monterey Bay, they send it long down the middle. Players trying to control it. It's out to Jason Johnson on the left side now. Johnson dribbling in into Enriquez on his right foot. A dangerous-looking player. He gets past a challenge, gets the ball away into the middle here to Green. Now to the far side with Donor. Donor at the right back, dribbling with the ball. Plays it through to the end line. Maybe Enriquez coming over. Enriquez's cross cleared away by Telefson. Still with Monterey Bay on the right side and Green. Couldn't control it. Another poor pass once again. It's out of play past the far sideline. A throw to Louisville City with two and a half minutes to go and a one to nothing lead for the boys in purple. And still Monterey Bay being forced to play along the outside of the defensive structure of Lou City. Every time they've tried to penetrate that structure, they haven't been able to find success. They've either had an errant pass, it's been turned over. So Lou City doing very good of staying solid in their formation defensively. Nearing the 94th minutes, Johnson coming forward for Monterey Bay to Valeski. Now, now Enriquez, they're just outside of the Louisville City penalty area. Enriquez goes down. No foul called against Lou City. The ball out of play on the near sideline. A throw to Monterey Bay. They will take it with fair. Frank Yallop urging his team to come forward and try and find some kind of opportunity to score a late goal and tie this game and come out with a point. Still with Monterey Bay with Laura. Now with Fair on the near side. Just standing over the ball. 
They look like they are completely out of ideas. It's Roberts in the center circle. Well, I'm also really confused why they have all three center backs still hanging back defensively. Loose City only has one player up top. You only need to be plus one in the situation. So I think you only hold two defenders back and send another big body up forward to try to be a target for them. So really not understanding Monterey Bay's gameplay at this point in the match. There was a ball into the box. Valeski chested it down, but it was cleared away. Monterey Bay, a throw. They keep possession. They played all the way to the left side with Laura. Now Enriquez, 22 yards from goal. Neat combinations here. Rebelar on the end line. Was Rebelar out of play? He was. Rebelar could not keep it in for Monterey Bay, and it's a goal kick to Louisville City. Under a minute to go in the minimum of five minutes of stoppage time. Zimla will take his time in putting this ball back in play. Lou City is nearly there. Down a man for the last 16 minutes or so after a red card was shown to Brian Owen they are nearly there in winning this game. And you can see the light as a player on the field. You are so exhausted mentally and physically, but you have to continue to push through because you don't know if the ref is going to add any extra time. So you have to continue to push. You have to continue to stay engaged. And I mean, what a, what a match so far for Lou City overall. Another gutsy, gritty performance with few players available with six injuries on the injured sheet. They win a throw here in midfield. They just chuck it down to the corner. Elijah Winder gave chase. It's a goal kick here. We've played the five minutes. We've played the five minutes, and it's over. The referee blows his whistle, and Lou City has gone on the road and come away with all three points for the second straight game to open the season. Brian Ownby, the goal scorer, to give his team a lead, and then he was shown a red card, and Louisville City, with grit and determination down the stretch, saw Monterey Bay and kept them at bay, and they keep their one to nothing lead intact all the way through to the 90th minute, and they win it, Casey. I mean, what an overall team performance this was to have to go down with so much time left on the clock being the second game of the season having to already have to fight that much being down players I mean it's it, I'm speechless almost because the game was I mean it was such a great performance overall such a great team performance very proud Let's step aside. Lots of talking points to break down in the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap, which comes your way after this break. Again, Lou City victorious tonight for the second straight game to open the season. Your final score, it's Louisville City 1, Monterey Bay FC nothing. It's here on ESPN Louisville. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. You're listening to Kentuckiana's ESPN 680, WHBE Newburgh and 105.7 WHBE-FM Eminence Frankfurt. March Madness is finally here, and Wing Zone has a game plan for you. 20 boneless wings with a jumbo wedge for only $15.99. Have them sauced with our new El Dorado flavor. It's a spicy honey mustard that brings both the sweet and the heat. Come check out any of our three Louisville locations or visit us online at wingzone.com. Wingzone.com. You got it.
Hi, this is Paul Rogers. I want to tell you about my good friends over at the Fitness Market. When the time came to upgrade my treadmill this summer, I knew Fitness Market was where I needed to go. Their selection of treadmills is the largest in Louisville, and they had the perfect model that fit my needs and my budget. Their delivery team did a great job installing my new treadmill, and they even hauled away my old one. When I visited their location on Plantside Drive, I was amazed at the huge selection of equipment they keep in stock. Not only treadmills, but ellipticals, exercise bikes, home gyms, and strength equipment, even electric bikes. Pat, Chris, and Sarah Wider and their team have been serving the Louisville community for over 20 years, and their treadmill medic company services everything they sell. I've been privileged to witness some great teams here in Louisville, and I couldn't be happier with a team at Fitness Market. So do what I did. Visit Fitness Market when you're ready to upgrade your home gym. Two locations, Westport Road just inside the Snyder and the corner of Plantside Drive and Watterson Trail or online, thefitnessmarket.com. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post-Match Show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome in to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post-Match Show. Louisville City, a winner tonight by a final score of one to nothing. That final score is brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. And with that win, you can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location tomorrow, which is now at 12.03 a.m., technically today, I think, to redeem your free small Frosty. Be sure to uh, to show the club's social media post about the free Frosty for your redemption again at any local area participating Wendy's location. Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield along with you late into the night on a Saturday for the second consecutive week. Louisville City a winner over Monterey Bay in gritty, gutsy, determined fashion tonight, Casey, because in the second half, Brian Ombi scored and then Brian Ombi was sent off and Louisville City had to survive the final 20 minutes or so with just 10 men, and they found a way to do it. Well, and I, I the more times I see the replay of that second yellow card, the angrier I get because it was such a bad call from the referee. Yes, it might have been a foul, but it was definitely not a yellow card. And so I just, my heart goes out for Brian Omi because he had such a great game. And then to have a call like that force you to miss the home opener, it's just, it's really heartbreaking. But. With all that being said, what a performance from the overall team. What a great game for Lou City. I think in the first half, they looked strong. They looked like the better team. I don't think offensively they were able to create as much or be as sharp as they needed to be in the final third, but they came out in the second half and definitely fixed that. They looked way more aggressive offensively. They were creating scoring opportunities, and then up until the red card, you had to believe they were going to get two, maybe three goals in this game. Then when they had to change on a dime like that, they did it flawlessly to be able to switch from a four back to a five back with two holding mids in front of them was 
excellent. They did it very well. Each player knew their role. Each player knew what they needed to do, and they executed it perfectly. A great performance, and what a great opportunity for them to get this type of chance so early in the season, to get this experience, to know what to do in these situations so early on. And on that note, again, we pointed it out a few times tonight. Oliver Zimla, the rookie goalkeeper out of Marshall University, the German who led Marshall to a national title a couple of years ago, making his Louisville City debut tonight. And he finishes with the shutout, with the clean sheet. And, of course, a clean sheet means a clean smile, or calls for, rather, a clean smile a Mortensen family dental clean sheet tonight for Oliver Zimla. He came up big a few times. Really, ultimately, in the end, wasn't tested directly late on, uh, but he showed a lot of poise and a lot of confidence tonight for that Mortensen family dental clean sheet. Well, and he showed great leadership back there to be a rookie goalkeeper and to have to be called on in the second game of the season and to be able to perform the way that he did was really unheard of. So many times you see keepers get their opportunity because of injuries and whatnot and the nerves kind of come, but really you didn't see many shaky moments for him. I think there was one in the second half where the ball went through his legs and Josh Winder kind of bailed him out but overall I think it was a great performance from him he was confident off of his line you could tell that he was leading in the back talking to his teammates staying a part of the possession staying a part of the play which is exactly what you want from a goalkeeper so I think Danny Cruz can be extremely pleased with that performance and how fortunate though for Lou City to have three extremely incredible goalkeepers three reliable three talented yes. and and seemingly three goalkeepers that Danny Cruz can be confident in in the event that any of them are thrown into a game. Kyle Morton, Danny Fondes, and now Oliver Zimla as well. It's a late night, so let's take a timeout. Our final segment coming up, we'll give you the full-time statistics and look ahead to the home opener next weekend for Louisville City. Again, they are winners tonight for the second straight game to open the season. All six points have been taken by the boys in purple. The final score tonight, one to nothing in favor of Louisville City over Monterey Bay. It's the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Here comes the Sandman. Ladies and gentlemen. Adam Sandler. One, two, three, four. Live. Should we clap along? I'm trying to play guitar a little bit for you. Adam Sandler. Take him away! KFC Yum Center, April 18th. All right, let's lose that. I hate it. <laughs> Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. <laughs> That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. 
Welcome back. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match wrap-up. A victorious one. Louisville City takes it one to nothing over Monterey Bay FC. The Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award went to Brian Ombi. A short shift for him tonight with a red card in the second half, but he scored a really, truly phenomenal goal in a crowd of players sliding down with his right foot, somehow squeezed it at the near post. Uh, past the goalkeeper as well. So the Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training man of the match, Brian Ownby tonight. In terms of full-time statistics, Louisville City ultimately finished with just a slight edge in possession at 52%. Through the first 70 minutes or so, Casey, that was a 60% number. But that last 20 minutes when they had to go down a man, they conceded possession. But ultimately, the positive takeaway, they conceded possession, but not many chances. But ultimately, the number does drop down to a 52% possession advantage for Loose City. Yeah, I, I don't think that tells the story of the game. And like you said, because they had to sit back defensively, they weren't able to keep the ball due to the circumstances of the game. But Monterey's possession during that time was really just across their back line. It was just kind of looping around the defensive formation of Loose City. There wasn't much positive possession. It wasn't possession with a purpose. It was just kind of keeping the ball and moving it around. So I I don't think possession percentage dictates this game, and I don't think it's something that Danny Cruz is going to base how he feels this game off of. But looking at those first 70 minutes when it was an even match, that's what I'm going to look at. That's what I'm going to see, how they completely dominated it there. Ten shots for Lou City, three of those on target. Lou City won six corners. Monterey Bay, seven shots for them, only one on target, and they finish with one corner. We had several yellow cards, as you are well aware at this point, given the red card that was shown to Brian Ownby. Niall McCabe, Cameron Lancaster, uh, that's not correct. Let me come back to a different look here. Anyway, there were tons of yellow cards, all presented by World of Beer. The only statistic that matters is that Louisville City won by a score of one to nothing. Looking ahead to next week's game, it is the home opener for Louisville City at Lynn Family Stadium, Saturday, March 25th. Three o'clock is the kickoff. Tickets available for that one at lucity.com slash tickets or call 502 Lou City El Paso Locomotive. They are the opponent next week they are off to an 0 and 3 start they have lost <clears throat> excuse me 3 times they have a minus 4 goal differential so Lou City returning home they will be heavy favorites in that game i would imagine casey i would definitely imagine but sometimes those are the most nerve-wracking games because a team like el paso coming in Owen like not winning a match they've got nothing to lose they're going to come in and put it all out on the line trying to get that first win trying to get some positive start to their season so they're going to be looking to really go as hard as they can loose city though has the energy of being at home playing in the stadium hopefully weather is great i think what i saw maybe 60s potentially Ooh, that sounds so nice. that middle sounds of nice. the day game it's not going to ruin your dinner plans it's not going to ruin your evening plans it's going to be the great setup for whatever you plan to do that night so i think People need to come out and watch. I agree with you 100%. You can get your tickets right now, lucity.com slash tickets or 502 Lucity on the phone. Again, 3 o'clock on Saturday. And the weekend after that, more soccer at Lynn Family Stadium, racing Louisville's home opener against the Washington Spirit on April 1st. Another 3 o'clock kickoff, racingloufc.com slash tickets or 502 Lucity. And again, because Lucity won tonight, you can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location tomorrow or today. 
today, depending on how you look at your clock, to redeem your free small frosty. Be sure to show Lou City's social media post for redemption. Let's wrap it up. Let's go home. A late night once again for Lou City, but a happy one as they take it by a final score of one to nothing over Monterey Bay FC. Six points out of six for Lou City through two games. For Casey Whitfield, for Lee, our producer, who did a, f- a fabulous job tonight. We really appreciate him. I'm Jeff saying so long. We will speak to you next Saturday afternoon from Lynn Family Stadium. Good night. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. The madness of March is finally here, and Cox's and Evergreen Liquors has all your game day supplies. Stop by your nearest Cox and Evergreen Liquors to stock up on drinks and party supplies for the final days of college basketball. Cox's Spirit Shop and Evergreen Liquors, 23 area locations. Walk-in, drive-through, delivery. Cox's and Evergreen Liquors, Louisville's go-to liquor store. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue.